Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is April 3rd, 2023. This is your WWE Raw After Mania review. Right now, I'm solo. Denise is expecting to be home in about a half an hour. We'll get her thoughts on uh, some of this show then. But uh, my God, uh, this was not a good Raw After Mania. It just, it, it, or it wasn't up to par. I actually enjoyed the final segment. I got a lot of questions about how things pertain to that, but there are a whole other set of issues that we're going to talk about, and FightfulSelect.com has been on top of it the whole time. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your Super Chats and Humper Chats in. Uh, that but that allows you to get your question or statement read on the air, and then uh, we'll get Denise's thoughts from a, a live perspective. Uh, whenever it is that she gets back, assuming that we're still on the air. But uh, that's how you can support us. But FightfulSelect.com, I'll go ahead and get that plug out of the way. Uh, buddy, it has been a, a big day for us here at FightfulSelect.com. We had the Raw rundown for Raw After Mania. We had changes even before Raw went on the air. We told you what happened with Bailey. We're going to reveal some of that here on this post show. We had details on the employee and talent meetings. Uh, at FightfulSelect.com, we had the Andre the, the Giant Battle Royal Producers SmackDown Backstage Info. We had a robust uh, set of details about the WWE Endeavor deal. We did a full show publicly here on Fightful, listing your boy special with Jimmy Van, 
who is one of the best at breaking that down. You're not going to find a lot of other people in wrestling media that have the experience of buying, selling, uh, you know, doing mergers with companies like Jimmy Van does. But in addition to that, we had a ton of WrestleMania weekend news. We revealed that grizzled young vets asked for their release. Uh, in the wee hours of the morning, we revealed that Bad Bunny was set for Raw. There is just an insane amount of stuff. Uh, and then we reported there were heavy creative changes to this show. Originally, this show was supposed to feature two women's triple threat matches to determine a top contender for the Raw Women's title. That was scrapped somewhere in between the 6 p.m. Eastern talent meeting and the 8 p.m. start time. And instead, the tag team top contender match was added and Elias versus Omos was added. They had revealed that the first hour would be commercial free and then they had like three minutes of wrestling in that first hour. There's an awesome, uh, an awful lot of, of stuff posted. People are saying, don't think the Bailey news was posted, can't find it. It is in the ongoing raw notes. When we post that raw rundown, we'll post backstage news in there too. Throughout the show, we add stuff to that. We don't just walk away from that post. We uh, keep adding to that. Uh, Vince McMahon was backstage. There were changes made. And let me tell you, there is going to be a report on FightfulSelect.com tomorrow about uh, some of the issues that talent had with the way that things are going tonight. I want to thank our moderator, Luis, for being here. Uh, Adelaida Chamberlain, thank you for becoming a Fightful member. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. If you can, it lets the people find us. Uh, I, if you uh, leave a super chat, humper chat, our moderator will get to it. And here we go. We got Spencer saying, I need your honest opinion. Is Vince fully back? Uh, I mean, I I think next week will be a really big indicator. I think two weeks from now will be a really big indicator. Are we going to start to see the same stuff over? But this was the big thing. All the last minute changes. Um, it, it was It was rough. It was, there were, there were some talent that were very frustrated there. People are saying, so where's Bray? He's ill. Just like we reported uh, a month ago, uh, man sidelined. He's out of action. That's it. There's, there's not that much more to it. It's not because Vince is around at, at least uh, according to, to his people, but let's go ahead and get into this show. WWR official says survive the invasion reign of terror, super Cena, Bork laser in the dark ages of 2019. But last night, and tonight have literally broken me. Vince is obviously back, and I am 100% done with WWE. I, I wonder how many people are feeling like that after the way this went. Now, if you just watch this show completely separately of what you might have known online, well, then maybe you wouldn't have noticed because you wouldn't have known that there that Bailey was pulled at the last moment. You wouldn't have known that there was a triple threat, uh, a series of triple threat matches that were canceled in favor of the tag team match. You wouldn't have known that Omos versus Elias. Here you go, by the way, I'll review that match real quick. Omos faced Elias. He whipped Elias's ass. That's a wrap. There's the review of that match. They're heating back, heating up Omos again after uh, he got beat by Lesnar, which I'm completely fine with. But before this show, before this match, he wasn't on the show for a very long time. He wasn't wrestling. So now all of a sudden, after he loses, you're heating him back up? Okay, all right, fine then. There's my review of that match. It wasn't supposed to happen a couple hours before the show. The extent of Elias's involvement was to accompany Rick Boogs on main event. I got no problem with him jobbing out to Omos, considering the, the situation. 
But uh, it, it seems like they booked this a lot in reverse, right? Like, why not have Omos crush a bunch of people for months ahead of ahead of Raw or ahead of WrestleMania? Marco Maniac says, "Are they saving the filet mignon for SmackDown?" I had some nice filet mignon tonight. It was it was really good, but I wouldn't expect that. They had a lot of Raw and SmackDown talent on this show, so I feel like the SmackDown after Mania isn't a thing. I, I don't think it's going to be any more spectacular than this. K. Reezy says this Raw after Mania was very much Vince booking BS. I want to say, like, aside from what I know, there were some things that I liked. Um, But there were some things that I didn't like as well. And some things that I think had Vince's Vince's fingerprints on it from a personal perspective. And I want to establish this because there are some people that do these shows that won't say personal opinion from fact. I'll I'll specify the things that I know and and the things that that I've got opinions on in this sense. MH says that his gut tells me that the episode was a Vince-led show. It just seemed off. Heartless says, well, that was a fun ride. RIP better WWE SummerSlam 2022 to WrestleMania night one. Um, it's, it's hard to not feel that way, right? It's hard to not feel that way after what we have heard about. Again, I don't know if it's as much as what we've seen, but maybe that's just me feeling that way. And as I get through this review, I'll feel a little bit differently. Do I think Jay is still coming? I don't know if anybody's coming, man. They haven't hired anybody this year. Nobody has been hired this year. Chelsea Green was the last new face to pop up, and she got hired months before that. Our friend Emily Duda says, between Vince dismantling NXT, the nature of his sexual assault allegations, Vince barging back in and blowing things up, Triple H must hate him. Parts of his promo today seemed like a good buy. It kind of did, but let's go ahead and talk about that. Triple H walks out there. They had announced this was a, a big, like, well, I don't even know if they announced it. I don't, somebody said it was on a commercial, but we had revealed on FightfulSelect.com, and it was rumored today that Triple H would, would be there. And he's like, hey, we're being talked about a lot. We're not going anywhere. It's going to be the same entertainment. Well, it was the same old, all right, the same old shit that we had before Triple H was leading creative. And fully, full disclosure, I don't think that Triple H was a universally great booker or anything like that. I think that he definitely had his missteps. He definitely had his issues. He definitely uh, had things that that were were misses. And, and I mentioned that. And I see a lot of people saying it feels like a goodbye. I don't know about that. Um, I can tell you that the WWE told me today Triple H was going to be the man leading Gorilla. But, you know, who's to say that that's necessarily going to be the case in a few weeks? Because when Vince is in control, it's everybody's fault but Vince. And that's always been the case. But but specifically, let's look since late 2018, right? He brought his whole damn family on the show and blamed Paige and Baron Corbin, the characters, for the fact that he booked like an absolute imbecile. That's what happened. He blamed on-screen characters for the fact that he booked like a moron. Then he brought in Eric Bischoff, Paul Heyman. Then he fired them, moved them from their positions. Then Bruce is doing it all. I. Then there's the wild card rule. Got you know, don't book anything that makes sense. Just switch brands. Then there's the brand of brand invitational. Again, don't just book an effective good show. Just throw people back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. 
Christian says, I don't recall Paige getting blamed, but they they immediately killed off the authority figures on the show. That's what they did. Then they they remember that thing where they turned off the lights the third hour? They just turned off the lights and shit. Yeah, that'll fix things. Just turn off the damn lights. Then they did the raw underground thing. Yeah, boy, that was a hit. That was a hit. Uh, what was the other one? No commercials during matches? That'll fix everything. So now you just do the two out of three falls thing. Or you restart the match. There's always a reason. There's always an excuse. There's always a gimmick. There's always some bullshit with Vince McMahon. There's always something like that. Instead of, you know what, maybe I'll just make it make sense and book things that are that are creative and good and entertaining. It, there's always something or someone to blame for Vince McMahon but him. There's always a fall guy. Johnny Ace was a big fall guy in this whole situation last year, too. Vince McMahon was culpable. Vince McMahon was responsible. Vince McMahon did that shit. We know he did that shit. It, it was admitted to. But when he goes on TV today and says, ah, you know, I've done things I'm not proud of in my personal life and my professional life, and uh, I, I deal with him and move on, that's not the way this always works. Buddy, you couldn't deal with it and move on when you booked like dog shit. We don't believe that you're doing it with, with, with these, these sexual misconduct situations. And the abuse of power and all that stuff. And now you've got a roster full of disappointed people. you got a roster full of really frustrated people after a, a deal was announced that should have excited talent. You've got a talent agency at heart effectively buying your company that can provide them a ton of opportunities and a lot of crossover things. I'm not talking just about UFC. I'm talking about in the unscripted uh, realm because they own an unscripted company. <sighs> just there's a, there's a lot of options there. And ain't nobody, you, you know what people were telling me today? I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel. Just kind of disappointed that Vince is around. I got to deal with that. And it's not universal. There's some people that liked working with Vince, but I haven't I haven't heard from anybody I haven't heard from anybody that is creatively satisfied that Vince is coming back. We're going to have a lot more on that on FightfulSelect.com on Tuesday. But uh, let's get through these super chats. Jaden says this one's for Fightful's great staff and the mods. Um, somebody's saying I'm vamping to kill time till Salcedo. I don't give a shit if Denise shows up here. Uh, I, I'm frustrated by this, man. I'm frustrated by this. You know, I, I had this. This line from WDB, and I'm sure it was wishful thinking. I mean, Nick Khan voted against Vince McMahon on the board. He didn't want Vince back. He didn't want Vince back. So, you know, there are a lot of people on WDB that were saying for months, he ain't coming back, he ain't coming back. And then I posted that story last month, and I had these, these weirdos that are like, oh, you're fear-mongering. You're, you're going off one single source. Nah, playboy. A lot of wrestlers were seeing the fingerprints of Vince McMahon on this show. And people would keep asking, is he fully back? Is he fully back? No, I don't think he, he was fully back. And, and for the reasons I, I highlighted. But his fingerprints were all over it. Certain people off the show. Hey, where, where, have, where were all those rehires on WrestleMania? Where have all those rehires been? 
Do you see Candace on the show much? Do you see Johnny on the show much? Do you see the Good Brothers on the show at all? Do you see Killer Cross and Scarlet almost at all? Do you see Emma almost at all? Also, uh, R.I.P. Bushwhacker Butch. Uh, I just want to say that. Uh, love to his family, his friends, his fans. I had the great pleasure of interviewing the Bushwhackers. I believe it was a year or two ago. They contributed to my Inside the Royal Rumble piece. They were an absolute blast. And uh, Bushwhacker Luke is still wrestling. But uh, I want to send my love to Bushwhacker Butch because uh, WWE didn't tonight, which was very disappointing as well. But I want to send my love to his family because that, you know, that's horrific. And for those of you who don't know the Bushwhackers, first off, go back and see them. They were fun. They were lovely. But also go back and look at the sheep herders, my dudes. Go back to the 80s and look. At, I think it was sheep herders in the Fantastics and the Crockett Cup. Ooh, boy, get the hose there. Because you see the Bushwhackers out there licking sons of bitches. Well, they were very, very violent men back then as the sheep herders. Godspeed, uh, Bushwhacker Butch. Sending my love to Bushwhacker Luke as well. Shaq Fuguru says, Vince might bring back the cuck storylines. And Pavement Cut Your Hair says, what moves would you make now if you were TK? Uh, try to repair the relationship between CM Punk and the roster. Those are the only moves that I would make. Zepzi says, hey, SRS about to sub to select. Well, thank you so much. Uh, chance of J to WWE. I still think there there's still a, a very good chance that that Jay White heads the WWE. Al Grug says you're already getting five dollars a month, but that Vince Truth bomb deserves another five. It's like Effie, you know, I, I did an interview with Effie, and he's like, man, he had a few good ideas 20 years ago, and he's been coasting on it ever since. He he was a very successful businessman. Very successful businessman, but um, why, why, why the hell is this guy back? Why is he back? I want to thank Muhammad L. Meanway. He says, sorry, so if this is already planned, Cody not winning, don't you think it would have made sense if this Brock versus Cody would have taken place at Mania and let Sammy finish his story or at least try? You know, Muhammad, I don't disagree with that. Um... I mean, Cody versus Roman Reigns is a monster main event. It really was. I don't know how the Sammy thing would have necessarily done. But um, I don't hate the idea of Brock and Cody happening last night at Mania or the night one at Mania. I know there were people close to Cody that wanted him to face Cena. So I think he probably would have been satisfied with that as well, right? Um but Sammy and, and Lesnar, I, I don't see why that couldn't have been on Mania, especially if it was constructed that way. Will NXT change it all, I wonder? I doubt. I don't think they'll go through a third one, but who the hell knows? The Dick Burns Show says this should have been a good night, yet here we are stuck in a loop of what feels like Vince abuse, donating extra since we got to suffer through this bull. You're still top of the game, bud. FTF for life. Thank you so much. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Dick Burns Show, greatly appreciate you. And what I think you guys are going to appreciate is our friends at Nord. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now you get four months free. That's not enough for you? How about changing your virtual location with just one click? That's not enough for you? How about it works on all your devices? That's not enough for you? How about a 30-day money-back guarantee? Is that still not enough for you? How about that online threat protection, block online trackers, hackers, uh, annoying pop-up ads, malware, browse securely on that unsecured Wi-Fi when you're traveling, when you're at the hotel, when you're at the airport, any of that stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the fastest VPN in the world. You can subscribe to overseas services, get pay-per-views much more affordably than here in the States or wherever you are, really. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Four free months, 30-day money-back guarantee. Head over there. Check it out. Your boy's got to take a break when he's doing these rants. Uh, Denise will be here in about 20, 25 minutes. Uh, Ray Rags says, stole a lot of ideas from ECW to turn around the Attitude Era. Yeah, he did. He absolutely did. I'm, I'm re-watching ECW on TNN right now. I'm enjoying it. There's some hilarious stuff as well. But, man, we got we got just a ton of super chats. Uh, Henry Charles Albert David said, first time watching Raw in about 10 years, never again. Lake Lee said, maybe one of the worst Raw after Mania's ever. It was certainly underwhelming. Certainly underwhelming. Hatchie and Chisholm says, what did we just watch, waste our time watching? I don't think that – if this were any other, any other Raw, I don't think it would have been bad. But this wasn't any other Raw. It was the Raw after Mania, right after they announced the biggest news in company history. Force of Will says this Raw sucked. Maybe Triple H is as bad as Vince. Or maybe collectively they're just not good. Caden C says, I'm just sad, nothing else. Orion Ben says, fitting WrestleMania night one was on April 1st. We got punked, you guys. Well, we had Triple H coming out, and Darren Hennessy says, felt like the opening Triple H segment was an everyone calm down bit, but almost everything after suggested the opposite. Well, it's felt like all of the talent meetings, all of the employee meetings have been, have been doing that, have been that way. Uh, calm down. 
Somebody's saying Joshua says stole ideas, but financed ECW. Come on now. That is a gross misrepresentation of what actually happened. If he financed it, why the fuck didn't it live? Why the fuck didn't it exist? Why the fuck did they take a TV deal right from under ECW? You cannot sit here and seriously say, but financed it. Maybe helped them out for a brief period. But WWE, WWF getting on TNN and getting TNN off or ECW off TNN killed the brand. Killed it. Isaac says, do you know when Bray is coming back? Do you know if Vince is back in creative? Vince claims that he is helping out with the top level stuff. Uh, however, uh, is not uh, in the weeds, so to speak. That's what he claims. Not in the weeds. However... He said that a few years ago when Bischoff and, and Heyman took over. Now, also, uh, the Bray thing, he's sick. I don't have a timetable on that. You can't put a timetable on that. Ray Rag says, felt like some BS that WCW would do three minutes in the first hour of wrestling. It was so unenjoyable. Taylor Cannon says, a commercial free hour with less than two minutes of wrestling. Wow. And Big 360 says, I know Omos, Omos isn't great, but how many Giants have there been in WWE that have been amazing? Big Show and Andre? I mean, Undertaker, Kane were both good. Andre, if you put him down present day, might not be. Big Show is really great. But, you know, you don't have to hire somebody just because they're tall. You don't have to put somebody in a big position there. I'll tell you this. He's a wonderful guy. He's a, he's a very, very good interview, a very good talk, a uh, very good uh, talker as well. Like, better than they, they make him seem. Mike Leotis says, sad to hear of Butch Miller's passing. Highly suggest watching Sheep Herders in Portland, early 80s, South Midwest, or Southwest mid-80s, Great Heels, R.I.P. Butch. Indeed, R.I.P. Butch. Well, we have uh, Bad Bunny ringside. Austin Theory ended up defeating Rey Mysterio. Uh, so let, let's talk about this. Rey Mysterio comes out and cuts his promo. He's interrupted by Austin Theory. They have a match. I thought it was a pretty solid match. thought it was good stuff. Uh, but the story of this is one that we reported on FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. Bad Bunny was ringside, and Bad Bunny was starting a program with uh, Dominic and Damian Priest. I like the match with Austin Theory and Ray just fine, but the story was right after the match. Austin Theory gets a win, and uh, the promo, I thought, was was solid as well. And it was Austin Theory being like, you know, John Cena said I couldn't handle what was coming, but he's kind of dumb. And I always thought that line from Cena was kind of dumb anyway. Like, oh, you got to come out here the night after Mania if you beat me and then deal with this crowd. Guess what? He's got to do it anyway. He's got to do it anyway. Austin Theory gets the win off of uh, Dominic interference. But ringside... Bad Bunny clocks Dominic, and I love the way they set this up. The Dominic angles continue to be good because you have Damian Priest there, and honestly, I completely forgot about this. Uh, Jaden Fox says, Raw rules, but Bad Bunny rules. Yeah, I completely forgot that Damian Priest and Bad Bunny were boys. And then Damian Priest is like, no, man, don't do this. Don't make me do this. Don't put me in a position where I have to attack you. And Bad Bunny put him in a position where he had to attack him. And boy, this is a top, like a top music artist 
on the planet taking insane bumps through a table, bro. That choke slam was filthy. This is one of those things that I loved on this show. And when I when I point out all the things I like on this show, I'm like, all right, this wouldn't have been a bad show. You got Bad Bunny. You got Riddle coming back. You got a big angle at the end. You got a top contender match. There were some things that I liked. It's just I'm disappointed in the direction backstage based on what we see and hear. Bad Bunny killed it. Damian Priest killed it. And I adored this Damian Priest promo backstage afterwards. Damian Priest is like, or Adam Pierce approaches him, and Adam Pierce killed it too. He's like, man, that guy's here to support us. He's a major star. We need his publicity. It's a good thing, especially on this day. And Damian Priest goes, he had what he, or he got what he had coming. And if he wasn't my boy, he would have got it a lot worse than what he got it. He should feel very, very fortunate that I like him. Hey, you know what? I can relate. When I eventually beat up Shaza McKenzie, I'm not going to beat her up that bad because I like her. She's my friend. I can relate to you, Damian Priest. I'm with you. I'm with you, my friend. Understand. Man, we got a monster super chat right here from our friend Mediocre Pixels. Thank you so much for that. Mediocre Pixels, if you have something that you want me to promote, uh, please hit me or Luis up. Let me know so I can promote it because this is a monster super chat. Thank you so much. First non-PLE show I've watched in years trying to find one positive. I laughed a lot, I guess. Probably not for the right reasons. Thanks to you and everyone at Fightful for everything you do. I wish I had some more to address here, but, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that gave WWE a chance this weekend and today, and they were turned off by what they saw and didn't like what they saw. And that's that's disheartening. Because what do you see so much from people that don't like you know, indies or AEW, you constantly see the complaint. How can they grow from this? How can they grow from this? And you, you're getting people that are actively saying, well, I'm going to turn this show off because. Parker Hines says, I really think Bad Bunny fans are legit pissed. Bad Bunny fans are very passionate. My, my friend Demon Diva, certainly one of them. How How's she going to cope with that? I don't know. Probably not well. Mr. Acosta says Bad Bunny is headlining Coachella in two weeks. Amazing. Uh, I, I've grown to really like Bad Bunny. I, I did not know who Bad Bunny is or was or anything like that before his WWE announcement. And guess what I did? Tap that Google machine, made it work, and uh, there we were. And I realized he is a major goddamn star. Oh, boy, so many super chats. Ray Rags says Vince stole ECW ideas and wrestlers, but he didn't steal the Dudley Boys and Taz. Or didn't he steal them right as it happened? Heyman said something about it in the rise and fall of ECW. Talent is, is a completely different thing. I do not agree that there is stealing talent unless they have a contract. If they got offered more money and, and a better deal, like for example, I'll never say somebody poaches someone from Fightful. If they offer them more money and a better deal, they just, they got them there. I'm, I'm okay with that, but... I'm watching that ECW on TNN rewatch, and they lost Raven, Lance Storm, Mike Awesome, a lot of people within a year. Alex says, really need Endeavor to vote out Vince ASAP after the merger's official, pay a severance, and show him out the door. Well, as we talked about today, as we as we talked about today on Listen You Boys special, there was definitely a a contract employ or an employment contract that was there, and it was Vince protecting himself, I think. Stephen DeBell says, let's talk about the Hell in a Cell stoppage. There's not much to talk about. 
Uh, he got cut on the head. Finn Balor did, and they felt like they needed to stop it. We're getting through these super chats because there's a lot that aren't even about Raw. Like, y'all don't want to talk about Raw that much. Tracy says, going to be a bloodbath when the merger is official. Hey, what I don't want are these things that are like, oh, people are, a lot of people going to get fired. I don't, I'm not trying to tap dance on somebody's grave or like write a, you know, write somebody's death certificate before that happens, man. These are people with jobs and livelihoods. And uh, that's, that's the worst part of, of this reporting game is, is hearing about that. Like Lee says, with Vince back, do you think you expect more talent to ask for their releases? Um, yeah, I, I think that if Vince does ingrain himself in creative full time, I think there will be some people asking for releases. Cold Fool says if Vince is back in charge of creative and talent morale goes down, could he be canned because he's just an employee now? He could be voted out. Yeah, there, there, there are protections that, that Endeavor has in that situation. Um, Stream, you're saying I missed your super chat. No, I didn't. Uh, we, we read them in, in a specific order uh, as I get to them as they fit on this show. Luis has them all. Ray Rag says, Vince can't move on from WCW almost beating him. How the hell can we believe he's moved on from it? <laughs> That's a very good point. That's a very damn good point. A reminder, if you want to get in your question or statement, we have uh, Super Chats here on YouTube.com slash Fightful and Humper Chats over at HumperChats.com. That allows you to leave your question or statement before we go on the air or while we're on the air. And if you're new to YouTube.com slash Fightful, we are... Uh, the biggest newsbreakers in the game at this point. We are here every single weeknight covering Raw, NXT, SmackDown, Rampage, Dynamite, Impact, ROH, all that stuff. And we have a ton of daily shows and interviews as well. Just last week, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, uh, the Latino World Order. My God. My God. Deshire says, I'm a heartbroken man for the people that said there was no difference when Vince was gone. Welcome to reality. I'm more interested in how next week goes without the allure of Raw after Mania and a little bit more time for Vince to really sink his teeth into whatever the hell it is that he's doing. Ashtray says, we know why Vince is back. His ego is so inflated. Anything WWE related has to be done by him until it's death. Not surprised he's back already. I really thought he was gone for a while, but uh, I don't want to see this motherfucker back. I don't. I really don't. Don't want to deal with him. Don't want to think about him. Don't want to think about what he's doing. Don't want to think about the dumb shit that he's he's associated with. Don't want to think about his stupid little mustache. Uh, none of it. Marquise Films says, the power that one has is the power that is given to them. One of the many solutions on a, is a full-on talent strike. Don't think you're going to see that. Don't think you'll see a full-on talent strike. Uh, there, there are a few talent that, that still like Vince, regardless of everything. Hawkeye Sniper says, not a good look for WWE when the Raw after Mania, day of the sale, the show is absolute garbage. Vince, not in the weeds. What a joke. Yeah, I would consider uh, extremely late changes and, and cuts to matches being in the weeds, assuming Vince McMahon had something to do with that. And if Vince didn't have something to do with it, you know what? Well, then Triple H didn't book uh, very well either. Triple H is losing a little bit of control of his locker room. Again, FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 you'll spend in this business. Uh, we'll have more on that tomorrow. Emily Duda, our friend again, says, do you think what if Vince never came back and Triple, Triple H, Steph, and Nick got to do their thing? will end up as wrestling's biggest what if. I don't know about wrestling's biggest what if. 
But I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Stephanie McMahon come back at some point because she is very, very well liked, very well liked. And uh, she would increase morale and help an awful lot. Parker Hines says the CM Punk gripe bomb or pipe bomb is really resonating with me now. Yep, same. I mean, a lot of those things as, you know, as much as they blurred the lines between scripted and not were, were uh, pretty, pretty compelling things. Let's see. Hmm. We got the Dick Burns show saying uh, hindsight is 2020. Shane appearing last night is starting to make a lot more sense. I don't know why. What do you mean? Like, because Vince doesn't, Vince didn't want to ever deal with Shane in a talent perspective again. Vince had said 14 months ago to people close to him that he would never get another pop in the company. Uh, we probably should talk more about Raw. We're going to save the main event segment for the main event segment. But Anonymous says, uh, Raw after Mania was mid, or is it just me? Uh, can't explain, but the smiling Austin theory looks like the best Wyatt's fiend mask. I guess, I guess, but uh, it, it wasn't great. Wasn't great. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn coming out, and they are pumped up. This was supposed to be a tag title match. They made a challenge. Street Profits answered. They were excited about it. This was supposed to be a tag title match, as reported on FightfulSelect.com, but I wish... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn would have been like, I know they didn't promise you a tag title match, but we're going to give you a tag title match because you earned it on night one. You had a banger of a match. Tag team wrestling stole the show on that night. That's what I would like to see. I, I would have loved to have seen that. But what we did see was a phenomenal tag team match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, defeat the Street Profits. You know, they're... they're this is what they needed to do. You come in, you have a big slapper. Uh, here's what I fear, though. <laughs> I fear like they will just set up a tag title match with these same guys, and that is a Vince thing. That is a Vinceism that that we will likely see come back, and that is people getting title shots off of losses, uh, people getting uh, people getting put in situations they shouldn't be based on their booking. Uh, guys, if you're in the in the chat. You're saying he missed my question. Did you catch my question? Our moderator collects them all. We'll read them throughout the show. Don't worry. Don't worry. I uh, love this tag match. Really thought it was good. Uh, thought that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn needed to come out here and have a slapper uh, right into their run. I thought that it was very, very important that they do that. I love the finish. The stunner. And then Montez does the, the standing still sell and sammy's got to push him into the corner to hit the haluva kick really really love it uh people please stop asking luis if he has if he has your chats he's getting them he's getting them and if we get to the end of the show and they're not red uh he'll make sure that we got them justin rivera says shout out yukon yeah shout out to yukon for uh winning another national title uh love the love that women's college basketball has been getting over the last week even though there was some uh bad faith bullshit uh, that was complained about at some point. My God, so many super chats. I love you guys. I really do. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Lashley was interviewed or interviewed, and he was interrupted backstage by Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed's like, you taught me to lose. And maybe we'll face each other soon. We're about to see 
if this has Vince's fingerprints on it because Bronson Reed has been supremely protected. So we'll see. I don't think that Bronson Reed would just be thrown to Bobby Lashley in most other situations. I don't think so. Uh, Jai Payne says, hey, SRS, first chat, much love. Could Bobby have a UFC run? I think he could have a UFC fight, but he'd have to pass a USADA test. He'd have to get in that testing pool for six months. I think he could definitely do a grappling match. You don't have to do shit for that. And they have those on Fight Pass all the time. Mustafa Ali interrupts. He's his usual smarmy self, right? Love that. Bobby Lashley whipped that ass real quick. Not a lot to talk about there. But we'll go to something that I did enjoy. Bianca Belair comes out. And she's quickly interrupted by Rhea Ripley. Rhea was like, I didn't even choose you. Bianca's like, wish you would have. Wish you would. Me too. But what they are doing is very clearly setting up for uh, WrestleMania 40. That is a WrestleMania main event right there. It could have main evented this year. It hopefully will main event next year. Rhea versus Bianca. I'm sold already. And if you've ever heard me talk about it, I'm still waiting for a company to appropriately do a Peter Griffin versus the chicken storyline from Family Guy where anytime these two are within an eyesight, they can't help but to beat the living shit out of each other. And they're on different brands, right? So say they're at a community event. Say they're at you know an engagement. They're fighting. Say there's a pay-per-view. They're fighting. Say there's some cross-brand thing. They're fighting. To the point to where Adam Pierce is like, no, we got we got to do something about this. Look what look what wonders having the different brands did for Ray and Dominic. It really helped stretch it out. But then again, we had those canceled triple threat matches. Raquel Rodriguez walks right by Rhea, and we see a little stare down there. What we have learned in the Triple H era is that stare-downs often mean absolutely dick. They don't mean a thing most of the time, right? They don't mean a thing most of the time. However, in this situation, maybe it will. I think that that because they're both on SmackDown, now, I mean, is Rhea still going to be on Raw here and there? Judgment Day's there. How's that going to work? But because Raquel is on SmackDown, I think maybe it'll work. But also, she just got a tag title shot. Because they beat Damage Control. Now, we got a lot of people asking uh, about the Bianca Rhea promo. K775 says, it's in bad shape besides Rhea and Bianca. I disagree with that. I think it's booked badly. But I don't think the division is like not deep or anything like that. Buck's Basement says, once Bianca gets Becky's record, I assume she's dropping the title. A backlash, then to be drafted to SmackDown to set up a program with Rhea at SummerSlam. Well, I'll tell you this, talent have not been told anything about a draft yet, but uh, we've got Denise Salcedo joining. I made it. What's up, man? Earbuds, so uh, bear with me. Let's let's find our little frame here. I was about to say, we can hear me? We're going to go old school. Denise, I cannot hear you. You're talking to an absolute wall right now. Sean thinks that I'm the greatest in the whole wide world. He just won't admit it. You're going to get your full show rate tonight because we have an insane number of Super Chat. All right. Well, I'm here, man. Let's get to it. (laughs) 
I, I, I got here as fast as I possibly could, by the way. I got out of the building right the second the show ended. Once I saw the graphic up on the screen, I left and I was sh- you know pushed by the wind over here. Got out of the parking lot fast, uh, even though I got stuck going up and down some stairs. And then I finally, it took me 23 minutes to get back from crypto.com to my house. And I literally rolled in. And got right here, man. So I'm I'm a, I'm a little I'm I'm Shane McMahon right now. I'm a little gassed right now. I appreciate you uh, showing up. I appreciate you being able to make it. I mean, we've got an insane number of viewers. We've got an insane number of chats right now. We're talking about the Rhea Bianca thing and the tag match there. I liked this tag team match better than the women's showcase tag team match that we saw. But Denise, I don't know if you know this. You were supposed to see significantly different matches. There was going to be two triple threat matches for a that would lead to a, a tournament for a top contendership of the Raw Women's Title. Between the talent meeting and Raw, they scrapped it. Not only Why? that, don't know. Vince is there though. Uh, he, so, do you think he was booking today's show from the looks of it? I do. I think he was changing shit. That's how I think. Do I know for sure? No. Also, people asking about Bailey. Uh, I'll go ahead and address that. Jewy Seinfeld says, any idea why Bailey wasn't there? Do you know what happened to Bailey? She wasn't on Raw. Draymond says, no mention of Bailey, even though she was on the Titantron graphic. Is she getting the Sasha treatment for walking out? Is DC done? Scream says, Bailey didn't come out with damage control and was never mentioned in the broadcast. Is she actually on her way out the door getting the Sasha treatment? No, she was there. She was ready to go. She was supposed to be out there with damage control, and they cut it at the last minute. Just because. Don't know why. No idea why. But FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business, reported that. Um, Denise, are you shocked to learn about these changes? And does this scream Vince McMahon to you? Because I'll tell you one thing I haven't reported since August. This shit. So, Sean, um, as a person, uh, okay, I got to Raw and I was very excited because, I, you know, they gave really good seats to the media, uh, you know, fifth row. And I was so excited because I knew that, you know, they had said that Triple H was going to be opening the show and he had this announcement and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I got to get there. I got to get there. I'm so excited. I get there and there were I felt that people wanted to be surprised i felt that people wanted a big show and when triple h came out it was a massive reaction and the people were eating up everything that he was saying there was a great chance for triple h and this and that and everything that triple h said um roman reigns cody rhodes the crowd was invested they were they at least cared about what was being said after that it went downhill so fast where everything that was on the show got zero reaction. I think Austin Theory, Rey Mysterio was kind of like the beginning of the end for the rest of the show because nobody cared about anything that was happening. It was silent in there to the point where I was looking around and I was thinking, I think we just gave up. We just gave up on the show. Sean, I have been going to wrestling events since I was about eight, nine years old, a lot of them in that building. And I will tell you that this was the quietest crowd I have ever been a part of on a wrestling show and I don't want to blame the crowd on this one because I think a lot of it had to do with the material that we were getting on the show that uh, because if, if it was the people wouldn't have been excited about the Triple H thing people wouldn't have been excited about the confrontation between Cody and Roman Reigns people were looking forward to the main event and I will tell you 
when that main event ended and Cody Rhodes was laying out there, um, Sean, everybody was still standing there. Nobody was moving. And I'm thinking, y'all, the show's over. Like, this is legitimately the ending. And I think people were standing there waiting for more, not realizing the show had ended. And the only reason I knew the show had ended was because I had seen the graphic up at the end, the closing graphic that says the show had ended. So I am very surprised by those changes because um, I – because I really did think that this was going to be a special Raw. That was part of the reason why I went. A lot of the previous Raw after Manias have not been great. And I stopped going for years. Um, and I, I went back because I thought, you know what? This is going to be a good show. And unfortunately, it just, um, after after the Triple H, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes thing, there was nothing that I think really got the fans invested, which was unfortunate. Not even Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn could save the day. <laughs> We'll, we'll speak briefly about this as well, because I, we got a ton of super chats to get through. Were you like, what the fuck is this after that Triple H segment? The whole time I was sitting there and I was thinking, so when he went out there and he was thanking the fans and the superstars and everything, I kind of got the vibe that he was going to say goodbye to us. That was like my initial said. Right. That was my initial thing. And I'm like, man, is Triple H about to say he's done here? Then as he pressed on, when I started to think, man, are they going to bring out Vince McMahon? Like, what's going to happen here? I felt that it uh, it took a second to really get to the point. And I do think that when he brought out Roman Reigns, I almost feel like there was still, it was more of a heartfelt thing where I think people were mainly expecting something newsworthy. It was more of a heartfelt, you know, WWE is not going to change the same WWE that you guys know and love is going to remain the same and that while that was again a nice thing and the fans I'm sure appreciated it I think that the fans were expecting something different I think they were expecting some like earth shattering news or something I don't know man maybe it was me um and then when he brought out Roman Reigns I was really excited because I'm like okay I really want to see the crowd go freaking nuts I want to see them go crazy I want to see them get mad about you know the events that unfolded at Wrestlemania and while there were a large amount of boos that was it unfortunately we didn't get any of the special you know chance uh you know that some of the past rest, uh, raw after manias have had we didn't get any of that unfortunately Buck's basement says pretty sure they want Rhea versus Charlotte or, or Charlotte versus Bianca at Mania. Well, I mean, Bianca's wanted that. She told me that last week. Uh, Line Drive says if Vince is fully back in creative, I'm deathly afraid of a Rhea Dominic wedding segment because he's got to have one wedding a year with Vince. Oh, I'm not afraid of that. I want that. I want no, Sean, no, no, I completely disagree with you. I do not think that they should do no. a Dominic Rhea Ripley wedding. And you want to know why? You want to know Look, why, Sean? I, I want to see. Uh, Leah Mysterio as the flower girl. I want to see Buddy Matthews no. as the best man. No, no. Rhea Ripley is set to be something special on in WWE. I don't want to see her reputation be freaking thrown in there with some fucking wedding. Oh, sorry, some wedding. Sorry, I've been I've been I've been throwing it up, uh, throwing it up nonstop today. Okay, I'm, so I don't want to see her reputation be stained by a wedding with Dominic Mysterio. Okay, twenty years from now, when I'm talking about how great Rhea Ripley had a great run in WWE, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, but then she also had that wedding with Dominic Mysterio. I don't want that. It's true. Well. <laughs> Tr trim your pubes use manscaped <sighs> let's be real big nasty pubes are gross you want that tree to stand taller sometimes you got to do a little bit of landscaping sometimes 
you got to do a little bit of manscaping. With manscaped.com and that code FIFA, you're going to save 20% off your order and get free shipping. What a deal. And how about this? They've got a ton of deals on that site. They got a lot of bundles, a lot of packages to help out your package. But it's not just your package. It's your body. It's your hair. They got deodorant. They've got shampoo. They've got foot deodorant. They got ball toner. They got everything at manscaped.com. And when you use that code FIFA, get 20% off your order and free shipping. Just a plethora of different options. Maybe you want to try a little bit of everything. Maybe you just want to try one thing. Well, Manscaped and the code Fightful will get you there. Make that tree stand taller and trim it up a little bit with Manscaped. We have so many super chats. Uh, Stephen DeBell says, Is the Rousey not wanting to fight Becky the reason they're not the number one contenders? And they had that tag match. You know, I don't know what happened there. I know Becky Lynch was less than heartbroken when that match was no longer the one that was on the table. Uh, didn't seem to mind that at all, but I don't think that they are exactly aching to work together. Jared says, sad the ladies' triple threats were pulled, but I'm all about women's tag titles getting shine and attention. Now we just need actual teams. Yeah, so, I mean, my my frustration isn't with the match they did. I, I like the match. I thought it was better than the women's showcase last night. It wasn't the tag team division. That's not it. It's just that I know that there was something else planned. It got scrapped right before the show. And there were a lot of changes. It has nothing to do with what we saw and everything about what we know that these changes happened. The crowd was really dead for this, by the way. Nobody was paying attention. This was during the mm-hmm. beach ball time. Uh, they had a beach ball going around. The guy next to me got hit in the back of the head with one. And everybody started chanting uh, asshole to the security guard for taking it away. And that legitimately got like one of the biggest reactions during the show. Um, unfortunately, nobody was paying attention. Or, or maybe they were paying attention, but they weren't reacting rather um, to what they were seeing with this match, which was kind of unfortunate. We have got uh, more super chats. Uh, Sean Garner says, do Liv and Raquel win the titles next week? And who does Cody face next? I actually wouldn't be surprised to see Liv and Raquel win those titles and see a Trish turn. We saw Becky, Lita, Trish talking backstage. Lita sporting a shiner there, Denise. Yeah, she was. She definitely was. And uh, Becky was looking a little bit, uh, I don't know, I was kind of reading those facial expressions from Becky Lynch. She didn't look too happy. I know. I mean, I wouldn't be happy if I were backstage at this show either. But uh, we had a very weird Seth Rollins segment. Dude, I missed that. What happened? Because I left to go get a oh, snack oh, and oh. I heard his music playing, but I never heard anything else. And by the time I tell got you, in. You didn't miss anything then. No because wonder, he's back. I heard the song. He's backstage and he goes. Oh, it's great back here, but the party's out there. And he went out and he just led people in singing his music. And then he left. That was it? Keep in mind, Denise, for his actual entrance, they didn't even do that. They didn't trust the audience at WrestleMania to just say it. Because you heard, I'm sure you heard where they piped it in. You couldn't miss it. Whenever they had the conductor out there. They kept on doing this weird piped in thing instead of just trusting the crowd to do it, which is the appeal of the whole thing. So then Monday on a show that is, you know, far less substantial, they're like, yeah, now let's do it. And then he just leaves. (laughs) 
Just no, left. I literally got up because I was really thirsty and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it on time. Right. And so I go out and I'm walking in the hallway and I hear Seth Rollins' music. And I'm like, okay, good. Seth Rollins is going to come out. He's going to have a match. By the time I get there, the match is going to be started because I hadn't heard anybody else's music. So I hadn't heard his opponent's music. So I finally get out there and I'm like, what happened to Seth Rollins? <laughs> I thought I missed something. You didn't miss anything. Uh, KE775 says WTF was that segment. And Joseph McLean says, was hoping for Jay White or Matt Cardona during the Miz or Rollins segment, but I have no clue about all these guys that could come in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know about like anybody new popping up at this moment. Like, no it doesn't NXT feel call like. Either. Nothing, I was, nothing. I was at least at the very least expecting Roxanne Perez. Now, what we did get was uh, Riddle returning. Gable and Maxine Dupree are backstage arguing over Otis while Miz is making his way to the ring. He runs down what happened. I do love that he said, I beat Shane McMahon so badly, he couldn't even finish the match. That was very funny. And the crowd popped for it, too. The crowd actually... Damn, man, it's a cold world. You know... And when Miz went out there, I started to think when he first went out there, I thought, damn, this is just going to get worse. Kudos to the Miz, man, because he had a couple of lines in there that legitimately got some reactions. One of those being the one from Shane McMahon um, and him not being able to finish the match. That got a good reaction. And there was something else that he said. Um, and I'm blanking on what it was right now, but there was something else that he said too that also got a good reaction from the crowd. So uh, kudos to the Miz because he did get a little bit of a reaction. Well, then Riddle came out, and uh, Denise, I know you don't know who Dennis Hallman is, but he is famous for a UFC fight in which he permanently got Trunks banned in the company. He showed up, I think it was like a dare or something, looking like this. (laughs) And that's how Riddle showed up looking today. (laughs) What? No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Hold on. Let me look at his the picture. Hell he didn't. No, he didn't. Let me see. Get oh, out yeah. Of oh, okay. You know what I thought was different? I didn't realize. I thought it was his stomach that looked different. What? He was naked as a goddamn bird, Denise. I know. I, I'm looking at it right now because I have a photo of it. And yeah, you're right. But it's Pigeons because- wear more than him. What are <laughs> okay. we doing here? I'm sorry. Attention to detail. Clearly, I wasn't looking at that. But I'm looking at the photo of Matt Riddle right now that I took. And yeah, he's pretty much fully naked. This man had his hog out in front of the whole world, Raw After Mania. Giving Raw After Mania a whole new meaning. No knee pads, no wrist tape, no elbow pads, no foot gear, no nothing. Doesn't even have those little Cesaro thigh warmers, no warrior tassels, no nothing. And I was looking at him and I'm like, something looks different about Matt Riddle. I really thought it was his stomach. You can't wear this on a beach. (laughs) All right. Come on. I've I've seen people wear stuff smaller than this at the beach. I've seen people wear stuff like this smaller at Soak City. The, The black label tag team Hog and Dog wear more than this guy and their whole gimmick is like OnlyFans guy. Well, one of them is OnlyFans guy. Come hey, on. you think that's going to be one of the new sponsors, OnlyFans, and they're going to start with Matt Riddle? Wish they'd sponsor us. And it's going to be called Only Bros. Damn near all of our mods got one, so I wish they would. I wish OnlyFans would go ahead and sponsor us already. Riddle's back. Uh, I was told he was going to get another chance. This is very much a, like, don't screw this up type of thing. 
Yeah, I was uh, happy that we got a surprise. Um, it wasn't until 7.30, but we at least got something, man. And the people were pretty happy to see Matt Riddle come back. The Shire says they waste one hour commercial free on a one minute Omos match. Like how can USA network be happy? Yeah, that sucked. It very much sucked. I will say this though. There was a couple of, so the thing with Omos now is that I think people like to um, make jokes or not jokes, chant rather things that are ironic, like Omos, you're the goat. There was literally people chanting. This is awesome. You're the goat. Um, we love you, Omos. You name it, it was happening. Um, there was fight forever chants. So now that's the thing, unfortunately, for poor Omos is that people chant, you know, these chants that we normally chant for people that you know are killing it in the ring, but now they're doing it as a joke for Omos, which is kind of sad, but also kind of funny. Like Sort of like meme cheering. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what it Tristan, is. Tristan Smith says it's a letdown after Mania. They put Rollins in the ring for a commercial break. Didn't do anything with him. They should have brought Jay White for him. Yeah, they should have. They should have done a number of different things. You got for my hopes him. up, Sean. I kind of blame you a little bit when you were mentioning your predictions about like maybe yeah. even seeing Jay White. And like I, that kind of led to my reasonings for wanting to go to the show. It's like, what if something really great happens? Not so lucky. Uh, Vert says, if Vince is back, do you think he's punishing Bailey for her going to Wrestle Kingdom to support Mercedes? No, not at all. I, I don't think they care about that, really. I don't. Caden uh, says, proud homo sapien here. But yeah, I, I think they're past that. They know that these people have friends. It's okay to do that. No big deal. We are already at the main event segment and groups and all that stuff, but let's get through some super chats. Steven Nabil says, can we please talk about the stopping of Hell in a Cell for Blood? Hunter had the nerve to talk about safety when him and others would pour it. Times have changed. The cut was gnarly. I have no problems. I mean, you saw that cut, Denise. Yeah, that thing yeah. was nasty. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with that. Heartless says, bruh, NordVPN changed Sean's room and clothes. God-tier brand. They are a God-tier brand. They're legitimately, um, you know, besides Helix that I sleep on for one-third of my life, no matter what. I, I used Nord about the same amount. Joseph Correa says, didn't need a ton of surprises, debuts. This show didn't really have much for fans to care about. Was LA Knight ever considered for tonight's show? Not that I had heard of. Uh, Daniel Beasley says, is it possible that they'll hold off on call-ups and surprises for SmackDown or wishful thinking? I wouldn't expect them to put that much effort into SmackDown, Denise. Um, and I don't necessarily think we're going to see a lot of debuts or returns or anything like that, but... When you went to this show, were you expecting that? Yes, I was really sad when I came. I actually felt bad for everybody there today because during the breaks when they do the, you know, the fan cams for the audience, everybody was having a great time doing the DX and the, the chop and, and uh, you know, fan signs and this and that. Everybody was really looking forward to a good show. And I felt really bad that we didn't get any surprises or anything. Made, I, mean, I mean, aside from Matt Riddle, that we didn't get anything to really be like, yeah, Oh my God. I think they really had an opportunity here because I really enjoyed WrestleMania 39 both nights. I really enjoyed both nights. Um, and I really did think that they had an opportunity here to kind of bring back that prestige or rather the excitement that the Raw After Mania um, shows used to have. Because again, it's been a while. The shows haven't been too hot for Raw After Mania, but they really had a real honest to God opportunity here and they didn't take it. It was just like the first, you know, 
segment of the show was almost like the only thing that was put into uh, the only thing that really had some thought or at least something to grab a hold of there. So on FightfulSelect.com today, I was talking to somebody from Endeavor and they had indicated like, oh, well, you know, in the UFC, talent are allowed to have exclusive content pages like OnlyFans. Do you think we could have seen a Mandy return? Man, that would be interesting to see because... Well, I know one thing. Man, these nuts look great! That's not how it works, Sean. You're overdoing it. You don't even know how to deliver a these nuts joke. These nuts joke and- oh, you can't even say it! Muted! Muted! Look, she can't even... look. Can I say something? No. Okay, no. never mind. I'm not going to say it because I know you're going to get butt hurt if I do say this. You, okay, you're those guys, I hate to, oh my God, you're those frat guys. You're those frat guys that just get incredibly, like, annoying. That's you, Sean. That's you. See, Nish, you're really reaching with that one. You gotta do it, like, properly. Listen, and the person has to answer listen. properly for it to work. Please, someone I, listen, explain these nuts. I, I don't care. I don't care. You know what happens? It doesn't matter if I win by one point. Or a hundred points, Denise. All that matters is that I get that win in the standings. I get that W. That's all that matters. It's how I win the game. I don't care if you slip on a banana peel. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. All that matters is that I get the win. Jared says worst raw is trending. Think Endeavor would care. This is worst not, raw is trending. Like is with the not words the, worse. This is not the worst draw ever. Not even close. No, but here's the thing, though, Sean. Here's the thing, no. It's trending. It would. Be, oh, it is trending at worst raw. Okay, but the reason why, though, is because all the other raws, we've sat here through really terrible raws, okay? But this raw meant something or was supposed to mean something. So, yeah, when something's supposed to mean something and it doesn't deliver, people are going to, you know, see it a lot worse but we have sat through really bad Ross but I would say that this one was um this one was rough this one was very rough Caden asks who the sister from Phineas and Ferb is it's Candace speaking. it's a, Candace is in Candace I don't know it, it just doesn't Candace nuts fit in your mouth yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know it's it doesn't necessarily where it's even worse than Sean, I'm over the D's nuts jokes already. You overplayed it. You were like, you're like WWE when you got muted. Anyway. You got to show us the replay a hundred muted. I'm going to fucking be like Brock and just be like muted. Oh, you, you didn't see this on the air. We'll, we'll talk about it, but they zoomed right in on his face to get his middle fingers out of the shot. It was pretty funny. No, um, on the screen, they showed his middle fingers. Well, like, at first on. they did, but they, they zoomed in on it. We've got so many super chats to get through. Parker Hines says, where Denise at? She's here. Contracts affected by the sale? Shout out to Louise. There's always a possibility, but right now they're claiming not a big deal. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, Paul should go work at trip, uh, NBA and be called Dribble H. Uh, Brian Mahoney says, it's sad seeing you disappointed, Denise. Just a ball of enthusiasm. Love both you guys. Although can't support as much as, much as I want all the time. You guys are awesome regardless. AEW is the wrestling for me. Uh, you know what? It's it's okay if you can't support. We just appreciate you being here and watching, and we definitely appreciate if you do support. Uh, but I'm Torch saying Twitter growing crazy at Vince right now. Cody Bondra saying, why did Triple H look so happy coming out on Raw? Uh, 
big uh, KE775 says, big question, will Vince be in Portland for SmackDown? I will be very interested to learn if Vince is in Portland for SmackDown. That will be a big tell to me. Um, they should go crazy at Vince. I don't think it's a coincidence that all this shit happened. And also, uh, also, I don't know. I didn't think Triple H looked like overjoyed or anything like that. But Cam says, I'm just exhausted, SRS. This man, Vince, really just took a vacation. I mean, you know what? I'd rather have had that than not at all. But we do have some raw stuff to talk about. Will Rivera says, Denise, Matt Riddle, and OnlyFans crossover would be called Bronley fans. Bronley fans, that's good. So we kicked off this show with, uh, or well, sort of, Triple H coming out, and then he kicked it to Roman Reigns. He hugged Roman Reigns, which was very interesting. Roman Reigns started to talk that shit, and Cody Rhodes interrupted him, and Cody Rhodes was still massively over, Denise. Massively over. He tries to get a rematch from Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman says, that ain't happening. Not now, not ever. So Cody says, why not a tag team match? You and Solo against me and a partner. And Paul says, sure. But if you lose, you can never challenge for the title again. And it's got to be somebody that wrestled at WrestleMania. So that takes a debut and a return off the table. But it doesn't take Brock Lesnar off the table. And I was legitimately shocked by that. The internal rundown just had question marks listed for it. I was very surprised. I figured by about 8.17 Eastern last night, Brock Lesnar was probably en route to a private jet to get the hell out of town. Wrong. He was there to kick off an angle with Cody Rhodes. Let's talk about the promo at first. Liked it. Liked the way that it worked. Uh, Kim Gray says, if this means Brock Roman part 15, peace out. It doesn't. It means Cody Brock. But we'll be talking about that momentarily. What would you think of the promo? my thoughts are going to be un uh, unpopular opinion, possibly. I was sitting there listening to this very intensely, focusing in on every word. And I just kept thinking, man, you know, Cody Rhodes just asked for a rematch right now. And the fans are like, yes, we want a rematch. Woo. And everybody's acting like this is the greatest news ever. And I'm just sitting there thinking, why? Why are we so excited yeah. that he said rematch? Why are we chanting yes? I felt like standing up, grabbing a megaphone and going, the moment has passed. It passed. I was kind of upset. Can I just say, like, I was a little bit upset sitting there going, why are we chanting yes? Why are we excited? The moment passed. It's done. It left us. They should have done it at WrestleMania. Nothing's going to get bigger than this. And all of those thoughts were going through my head during this that I'm sorry. Like, this to me, like, I wasn't wanting to chant during this. I was just thinking, no. I don't want to see this match tonight on Raw. I don't want yeah, to see this match right. at SummerSlam. I'm pissed off that we saw this match at WrestleMania and that we didn't get the ending that was supposed to happen. All right, I know saying supposed is probably not the right word, but the ending that felt right. The ending that would have been big. And so for me, I did feel a little bit upset sitting there, seeing everybody get excited about rematch. I can't disagree with you there. I felt like the moment had passed and uh, Will and I talked about this. People said, Oh, it's too soon. The hell it is. The hell it is. He's been, he's been working towards this for over a decade. I I'm in agreement with you. 
Uh, Daniel says, if Reigns, I want Reigns to celebrate, then Wild Thing hits. Well, that ain't going to happen for at least uh, four and a half years. Colton says, what you bothers Roman me? Roman will still be champ in four and a half years? There's a good chance by the looks of it, Denise. Colton says, what bothers me the most is that Roman never wins without interference, and there's no mention of it. They talk as if he's some unstoppable force. Now, that that is a thing. Like, if, if baby faces complain about interference, it's just like, you know, they come they they are the whiners but at this point no they're not at some point you look at them and go motherfucker why can't you do this by yourself like if you're a wrestler you say why are you so bitch made that you can't do this yourself you gotta have this guy and this guy and these guys and all this stuff can't do it yourself it's never mentioned by the talent it seems like Big thank you to Mike the Ref with a, a Twitch raid. Thank you so much. We are on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Uh, check out other platforms. We have Fightful Scraps on YouTube where you can see our interview clips and Fightful Overbooked for additional content as well. MH says, who do you believe made the final decision on Cody losing at Mania and the treatment tonight? I believe Triple H did with some heavy input from Vince McMahon. I think it had to be a collaboration solely. Did you see the clip of Triple H answering the question that John Alba asked about um, his creative process in terms of uh, making these big moments happen? I don't know if you heard his answer, Sean, but if you hear his answer, I feel like you're going to be able to kind of tell that this wasn't just his decision there. Yeah, I feel like Vince has, has some input now. I do. Matt Hammock says, since Roman has the same ref bump interference finishes in these matches, can you name a current heel that wins cleanly in any promotion? Maybe Miro. Um, off the top of my head, no. But that's that's kind of putting me on the spot. So if I can think of them. Jay Miller says, Brandy's tweet says, hard times breed better men is going to a T. Not saying I agree, but it has me intrigued to see where this goes. Well, it led to uh, what we saw in the very end of the show. Lesnar just F5-ing Cody. Now, we were about to see Lesnar compete in his first match on Raw since 2002, Denise, against Tommy Dreamer in a Singapore Kane match. Nope, not so fast. Same thing that happened at Raw after Mania. He whooped that ass before uh, the match even started. Roman and Solo hit the bricks. So I want to address this uh, super chat. If I can track it down right now. And yeah, it's Muhammad. He says, does Raw ending mean that Roman is having a long leave soon? What's really next for him? Was the title splitting teased on SmackDown then got canceled? Well, it certainly felt like Roman was just going to hit the bricks for a few months, didn't it, Denise? He just exit stage left. And then it's like, well, guess what, guys? Next week on Raw, these two title belts, they ain't going to be here. Nobody competing for the contendership. That ain't going to be here. This Cody is why Rhodes will be there. Cody Rhodes will be there. That's for, will Brock be there? Who knows? Doubt it. He might be there sporadically based off of Maybe. today's events. Maybe. Cody Rhodes got beat for like 10 minutes, man. He got that ass whooped yeah. on the stairs over the barricade. Matthew C says Cody Brock would be great, but Raw is terrible. Marquise Film says there was a chicken laying next to Cody last night. I saw it. I don't know what's up with it. 
Someone but threw Aaron, a rubber chicken in there. It, it kind of got chaotic. There was a, a fan crazy, that kind of yeah. got a little crazy. Uh, and I didn't realize he was getting crazy at Brandy until afterwards because I recorded a three-second oh video. And in my video, I can see Brandy yelling for uh, security to come. And I didn't realize that that was what was going on during uh, WrestleMania last night. Matthew Hammock says, low on this post-Raw, post-Mania Raw. Cody getting Lesnar is great, but he's going to get that WCW Vets in 2001 beatings for AEW, The Throne, or anything post-Monday Night Wars. Guys, this is scripted. Cody knows what he's getting into. Uh, he was heavily protected for a very, very long time. This is a storyline. It's not. He's not getting ass-whipped because of that. I mean, maybe he's booked that way in relation Man. to it, but... You know, I would have preferred this, obviously, like, let's say, uh, you know, Cody had one last night and then they still did this today with Brock Lesnar. I wouldn't have I would have been like, OK, cool. Like now, you know, he's moving on to Brock Lesnar as champion. I would have loved to see Cody defeat Brock Lesnar because we know Brock Lesnar doesn't need to defeat him. I just feel like this story could have just felt. And then with Roman Reigns taking a break or whatever, or going on vacation, whatever the hell Roman Reigns is going to do, it would have felt like, OK, cool, because, you know, the titles are on somebody else now and we we know who this next program for Cody Rhodes could be. And it's just unfortunate that now everything feels so disconnected where it's like, yeah, we got the champ and he's got the belts, but he's all the way over there. And then you got, you know, Brock and Cody and it, it's just, it's a lot, but it's all disconnected. Heartless says they're going Cena 2012 on Cody. In my opinion, not sure how Cody would face Roman again next year. If it's the same exact story. Well, if it's the same exact story, he'd win the Royal rumble again. Eddie Gomez says Cody was buried so deep the last two nights. The Undertaker would be impressed, feel like he'll grind, then one money in the bank to force the rematch. Will we care? Okay. Being in the main event of WrestleMania night two, almost winning, then being put into a program with Brock Lesnar is absolutely not being buried. That is okay, not but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying we're not, I don't think, I'm not going to go and say he was buried, right? No, but I did want to say. because he wasn't. I did want to say this, though. If you think you were having a shitty day, think about Cody Rhodes. He had his WrestleMania moment taken the hell away from him. And then the next day on Raw, he gets beat for 10 minutes by Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry, but his days could have gone a lot better. If you would have told me last week, hell, even five days ago or whatever, that this is what everything that was going to happen was going to play out. I would not have believed you. I would have thought it was all a lie. And I'm sorry, this was just not where I was expecting to be sitting at in terms of covering this topic. I was not expecting any of this. I wasn't expecting to not see Cody Rhodes as champion. Um, and so I don't think he was buried, but I also don't think that um, to me, look, I'm going to be honest. Okay. I'm going to be honest to me when Cody Rhodes, Lost last night to Roman Reigns. I felt that that was them saying, you're not the guy. That's the way that I read that in that specific moment. Now, they may give him the belt later on down the line. Cool. But in that specific moment, when he did not win the championship at WrestleMania, I felt that was them saying, you are not the guy. And um, I'm sorry. And it sucked. It really sucked because obviously I was rooting for Cody to get his moment, but that's the way that I read that moment. Um, it feel like it felt like they didn't have the trust or belief to put those belts on Cody Rhodes. Irene says, since Cody seemed to be symbolic WWE, uh, the symbolic WWE ambassador towards AEW and the industry at large, what's the benefit in having him take a huge loss at Mania? They will claim it's to tell another chapter of the story. I think the better chapter would have been Roman's downfall. 
Yes, uh, and I agree. Brian Mahoney says Cody was not buried, but less over. I, I think he was plenty over tonight, too. I just think I don't know how the booking's going. I'm excited for him and Brock, though. I think it'll be good. A happy Rachel Kate says, why can't we have nice things? I wasn't even as mad as some people were at the ending of Mania, but Raw seems to confirm we are in the bad timeline. There were some stuff that I liked on this Raw. I just think a lot of the late changes and some of the, the decisions of booking are what did you like on Raw besides the the intro the the opening segment? Was there anything else that you liked on Raw? Glad Riddle's back. Wish he wore more clothes. Um, at least from a performance perspective, I liked Bianca and Rhea. I enjoyed the tag match and them having the 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 stakes there. The top contender. I liked Street Profits and Owens versus Zayn or, or Street Profits against Owens and Zayn. Although that should have been for the tag titles. Owens and Zayn should have challenged. Um, that's, I, I like the opening segment. I like the setup for, for Brock and Cody. I like that, but is that my first choice? No, but I did enjoy it from, from a viewer perspective. Right. Okay. Good friend. Ella J says felt so good after mania night one. Now just sad bucks basement says so much for Oscar causing chaos. That's true. Uh, heartless says, I think the worst raw after mania by far, maybe since raw after manias became a thing possibly um what was that there was another really bad one was it after it new was. orleans feel like it i feel that like that one was, was really one bad in the pandemic era that was bad too oh dude the pandemic era for me is a blur right now i don't even remember the pandemic yeah. era <laughs> we have so many super chats to get through carl Marx says look like tyrus might be the one to dethrone roman that's a pop. i ain't talking about tyrus on this podcast now <laughs> i've oh. had too much we've been through enough <laughs> Also, uh, Heyman told the Usos to hit the bricks, which was interesting. And, and he said to Roman, I took care of it, Tribal Chief. There was one thing I didn't like. What? The cowering from Paul Heyman. Yes, my Tribal Chief. I love you, my Tribal Chief. Oh, my God. I love that. That was fucking hilarious. This is why I love you, I Tribal like Chief. <laughs> didn't like it. That was hilarious. I, DB, I disagree. I like that. DBZ said, I like that Heyman lied to the Usos. I, I do love Heyman lying. That's interesting. I, I always like that. I Ray Rag says. Chief. <laughs> Ray, Ray Rag says, I said today I was willing to see the Bloodline story play out, but tonight has made me lose almost all my faith that this will be good. Well, yeah, because we might not see them for a while. Or Roman for a while. Steven says, what's with the long title reigns? Are we ever going to get decent title changes anytime soon? Uh, and title holders should be more active on weekly shows. Here's the frustration is that so many of the long title reigns, Denise, don't have substance in the middle of them. It's yes. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I want some substance in the middle of it. And you know, if you want some substance in the middle of somebody else, bluechew.com and the code fightful has you covered. It'll give you that hard erect penis and that main event performance. Denise. Yes. What do you like about blue chew? Oh, oh God, I thought you were going to ask me something else right now. <laughs> what did you think I was going to ask you? Go ahead. Well, you started with, well, Denise, what do you like about? And I was like, oh, we're going there. Go, go ahead. What was I going to ask? What? What was your question? <laughs> Denise, what do you like about? And then what was I going to say? Sponsored by bluechew.com, the code FIFA. Get your first shipment free, just $5. I, I like blue chew. I love blue chew. Okay. You probably love that it's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, that it can come to your door uh, discreetly, privately, secretly, because it's it's in a discreet package. 
And, you know, discrete packages aren't necessarily always the good, a good thing when you're talking about this, but with Blue Chew, it is because you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. You speak with their online physician, and if approved, it ships straight to your door. You get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Denise? Yes. I know you didn't watch our show. You had a busy weekend, but we had some discussions about the mailman that delivers the Blue Chew. Oh, yes, the famous mailman. The famous mailman. And what kind of slot that he would, well, what you, things The front door's in. open, the back door's open. Yes, Well, we know. probably not the front door if it's a mailman. Well, maybe if it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe an, an upstairs door? I don't know. Bluechew.com, the code Fightful. Erect penises, main event performance, confidence. But most importantly, guys, your mailman is going to find out what's going on. He's not going to see Blue Chew on that package. But when Blue Chew hits your package, he's going he's gonna to walk up to your door and deliver that mail. He's going to hear some things going down in there. And the next thing you know, that mailman's just going to stop delivering. He's going to go, what's going on in there? And how, how can I be a part of this? And I don't know. I don't know how your, what your feelings are on the mailman. But I know your mailman's going to be like, is, is that Blue Chew? Is that what I've been hearing about? Is that what I've been, what is that what Denise Salcedo has been raving about on the Fightful podcast? Is that what's going on? Is that what Riddle took before he was out there on the Raw After Mania? Was it Blue Chew and the code Fightful? He's going to want in there. It's going to be a party once mailman finds out. BlueChew.com, code Fightful. Thank you to them for sponsoring this podcast. Does that also include the delivery man? What delivery man? Like like pizza? I don't know. I mean, let, let, let's be real. If people go, no, like the delivery. I got people saying, man. I got people saying this is kind of weird. You must be new. <laughs> You must be new. We've been doing this for three years now. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Fightful. I'm just saying, if it's the delivery man, we know. Thank you to Wrestle Talk uh, podcast. We we greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. We love Luke Thomas or Luke Luke Thomas. Luke Thomas. (laughs) Luke Thomas is from MMA Fighting. Thomas. I like Luke Owen even more. I'm sorry, Luke. Botched his name. Damn, that's rude, Sean. How could you? Sorry, Sorry, Luke. All the love that Luke has given you, and you call him Luke Thomas, sounding like some country singer. Anyway, uh, we know that some delivery man, based on the the history of porn, you know, they bring that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. You don't want to know what we're talking about here? No, what are we talking about? So, so what? You watch Delivery Man porn, so you already know all about. It? That's why you're not. Asking I ain't watching questions. Delivery Man porn. Huh? All no, right. bro, that ain't gonna work for me. Schwinter says maybe Heyman paid off Brock to beat up Cody because Brock never does anything for free. Uh, people said Luke Thomas. He's an MMA uh, MMA uh, coverage guy, but we've got just a a crazy amount of super chats. We got to get through them. Uh, the Bep Jr. says, today is my birthday. Thankful for you guys. Well, thank you for being here. Marcus Ryan, plug and select for me, says, subscribe to Fightful Select. Best $5 ever spent. Keep up the great work. Hey, if you want an even angrier review, Sour Graps over on Fightful Select right after this. 
I, I, so, okay, somebody says this entire Blue Chew app is better than Raw, but people say Raw was so boring that you're talking about porn instead. Oh, we do that, that even during a lot. Yeah. It happens during good Raws. I, I know that happens all the time. Yeah. Undertaker could have like had some experimental surgery that turned him like 22 years old again. And he was about to relive his entire prime came down from the rafters, beat up everybody, choke slam tombstone. We'd still be talking about this. Well, the undertaker right yesterday was, or not yesterday, wrestling at night one, he was sitting in a suite and my uncle was sitting in the suite next to him. And so, and my, and, um, the undertaker was waving at my little cousin. <laughs> wow it's super funny ray rag says i love that your ad reads sound like i was listening to the deadlock podcast they do some great stuff deadlock pro wrestling uh has a great audience daniel beasley says denise salcedo the face of blue chew and heartless says denise x blue chew spot was better than all of raw tonight hard to disagree elite biscuit says vince back and adam cole back see y'all on wednesdays real nerd uh, it says, wanted to show you all some love for the great content on Fightful Select and for all the work you do. Really disappointed in WWE now. Seems to be a common theme. Uh, Apex Caliber says, do Brock, Ronda, and Shayna go back to UFC now? I don't know if necessarily we'll see a lot of UFC crossover from WWE, but maybe some grappling and stuff like that. Israel says, Jay White to NXT. I don't know if Jay White would be that heartbroken about that if he got to hang out in Florida where he lives. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. It would feel weird, honestly. I would be. I'd be disappointed by it. I'd yeah. certainly be disappointed. Um, by the way, guys, we are not going to read uh, super chats that speculate about budget cuts. We're not here to write somebody's death certificate. Uh, but TK says, nothing on this show made any sense. Brock versus Cody is intriguing, at least. It is very intriguing. I am yeah. very interested. I was that. happy that they did at least that in terms of like, okay, we're going to see this with Brock and Cody play out. I was happy about that. Um, again, I think it would just been better had Cody had the titles with him so that we could be like, okay, we're going to, you know, I would love to see Cody defeat Brock Lesnar with the titles. For let's the talk titles. some more. Let's talk some more about that. Adrian says, Hey, beautiful people. How you doing tonight? Very mid show, but seeing Brock turn heel again, makes me smile. I gotta see something. I gotta see something a little bit different, though. I don't want the same old shit there. But I I'm excited for this angle. Daniel Beasley said it should be pretty decent. Other no any news on Jay White, but radio silence. I've been getting some pleading the fifth on that over the last week. So we drive. just all hate Happy Brock. When did that happen? I love Happy Brock. Happy Brock. What? What do you mean hating Happy Brock? I, was, I liked it because we were talking about him. You were happy for him going back as a heel, this and that. But I like Happy no, Brock. He did. He did. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I like Happy Brock, though, but I'm talking about this person's super chat. Whatever. I like Happy Brock. Let's move on. Hmm. Damn. Well, uh, Jaden Fox says, Brock versus Cody is a dream match for me. The main event angle was interesting. I did suspect we weren't getting the advertised tag match. Dude, did you see my tweet? That shit aged so badly. I was like, I'm so excited for this main event to be good. For like one second later, this aged badly. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought, We've, I thought, okay, this is going to be like the thing we get. Like, this is going to be our Raw After Mania reward. Like, I legitimately thought we were going to get that match. <laughs> yeah. We've got uh, uh, some more super chats about this specifically. Alan Kahn says, murderous Canadian Brock is better than cowboy Brock. P prove me wrong. Besides that segment, rest of the show sucked. I did feel like some of what we saw with cowboy Brock wasn't, quite good but i i just liked the different approach because we had seen the other brock for so long 
I will not let you slander Cowboy Brock. Mm-mm, not on my watch. Guess he the show's over then. He wears a in his cap. Come on. Isaac Shutter says, a lot of people blaming Vince, but Triple H could have just had an off night. That that, not what I'm being told. Maybe, says uh, can he redeem was tired. Him- yeah, can redeem himself next week if this happens weekly. Yeah, I'd be worried. Line Drive says the running 2011 Cena after losing the Rock program would be fine if Cody had a decade on top to fall back on. As is, it kills a top face. I don't know if it kills a top face. We'll see how the booking goes there. He was still very over tonight. Maddie says, am I the only person that didn't hate the swerve at the end? Cody going over Brock could be big. I know I'm excited for Cody and Brock. Yeah, same. Just, I, I liked that. I'm just disappointed because I know that world title is not about to be on the show for very for quite a while. That's how I feel. Ray Rag says the ending felt a little weird in, in terms of the real timing to it. Started a little early and Brock had to keep attacking him because they still had time left. It did feel like it went on it forever. It was a 10-minute attack. It was I an looked ass at it. whooping. 10 minutes. And then they ended right on time, by the way. Like, right on time. Like, 7.59 or 8, whatever, show was over. An absolute ass whooping right here. Oh, my God. Uh, Ali's R says, uh, if people trying to convince me they couldn't have Cody Brock with the belts is crazy. They're going to try to do a scene in 2012 for Cody, but it would never have the same juice. Drop the ball. Yes, I would have been fine with Cody versus Brock for the title, especially... With if Vince was back, because I'd be like, oh shit, is Vince gonna take the title off Cody immediately and put it back on Brock? I would have had some real doubt about that. Adrian says Brock is one of my favorite wrestlers. Don't care if he's happy or heel, like when he destroys people. Hey, if that's if that's how you feel. I'm a Brock fan too, and I feel the same way. But I would definitely but I wouldn't want him to beat Cody Rhodes if Cody Rhodes was the champion. Yeah, I've long enjoyed Brock. I just uh, don't want to see the same things over and uh, over. There's certain people. There's certain people where I'm like, if it works, it works. And but Brock Lesnar, in my opinion, works. Yeah, we've got uh, Ryan Martin says I thought the Brock beatdown on Cody was great. It was a good way to get more sympathy on him and make him a bigger baby face. Now Cody's hard time stories begin. No, his hard time story doesn't begin, my friend. No. He was booked like dog shit for a long time. He left WWE. He he wrestled on the indies. He helped start a company. He got booed for a very long time there. He left that company where he still had it made. He came back. He tore his pack. He won the Royal Rumble. His hard times have already happened. Amen. Preach. Aaron Ruiz says Cody sitting disappointed had big Cena vibes at 28. Then Brock attacked Cena after just like today. That's that's the parallels that are being drawn. Uploading says he was at Mania. Doesn't matter if Cody beats Brock, overcomes the bloodline, and eventually overcomes Roman. No crowd will ever be as hot for Cody as they were Sunday. They fumbled the ball at the one. Thank you. Bowing down to that super chat because that's literally how I feel. And I feel like I'm I feel like I'm screaming this out into the heavens and people are still like rematch. And what would have this happened? No, it's done. The moment left. We just have to we have to accept it now. I haven't accepted it. Well, I mean, if if they do it next year, I think it's a little more predictable. I think this year it was. It ain't gonna be the same, man. Come on. I, I know it ain't gonna be the same. It's not gonna be the same. Even if they do it next year at WrestleMania in Philadelphia, it's no. It's not gonna be to the level of this specific WrestleMania. 
Yeah, and uh, I, I thought this was the, the the opportunity. I thought this was the chance, and I thought that they fumbled it. Brian says, after watching this show, maybe it is the first impression after last night. Cody should have won last night. Feel like it sucked the life out of everything. They were still hot for that crowd. They were still hot for that crowd, but um, or the crowd was still hot for him. But it just isn't the same. Our friend Hunter Tillman, thank you so much for the generous super chat. Said, glad to come back and show you guys fightful some lo- fightful some love after being away for a bit. Don't really know what to expect after this. Wasn't expecting that Cody beat down from Brock. What was the point? The point was to have a main event caliber match for a pay per view when Roman likely isn't going to be there. That's what I think this is. Yeah. I think, yeah. And of By course, way, they have to have some. I'm glad that we at least know what direction Cody Rhodes is going in. At least we have that. There you go. A pro. Well, that's the bright side. We know which direction he's going in. Guys, we have over 4,000 of you here live. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Please subscribe. We got interviews, news shows, and uh, also daily reviews. Just a ton of stuff over there at youtube.com slash Fightful. We're also on podcast platforms everywhere. Jonathan Corona says, I like Cody. Hey, Sean, how did SoCal treat you? You like the weather on Wednesday and Thursday? I hated it. I hated it. And today, here in Kentucky, it's 75 and sunny. It's going to be 85 and sunny tomorrow. Taking the tops off the Bronco. Let's go. Sean, I would I would take a blizzard in here in L.A. than ever be in Kentucky. Please. Nope. Sean, it's insulting to me. Denise. Los Angeles is one of the greatest cities in the world, possibly the Ugh. greatest city in the world. I don't want to hear none of this. You're from Kentucky, Sean. Traffic there. It took me 47 minutes to get 11 miles, Denise. Because everybody wants to be here. And- Nobody wants to be there. Bro, They're stuck please, calm there. down. They're stuck there. Why is everybody leaving LA then? Why are so many people moving out? Because we can't afford it, Sean. Wow, sounds like a great city, a great place to live. I'm just saying, Denise. I I will pay everything I have to pay to live here because it is worth me being here in this city. How much is your rent? You want me to call and put out how much I pay for rent here on the air? No, thanks. More or less, more or less than two grand. More. Denise, in Kentucky, in Lexington, or Louisville, that would get you probably a 2,500-square-foot home. You would own it. I would rather pay the price that I pay right now and live in a ditch in L.A. than live in a mansion in Kentucky, okay? Well, fortunately for you, (laughs) if you keep paying that much money, you will likely live in a ditch in L.A. I am. I'm going to freaking camp out underneath the freeway. Oh, Shit. man. Night tracks. Leaving LA. It ain't Night happening. Tra- Night tracks. Even if you move to Reno, Nevada, you could have a oh, palace hell. there. Bro, no offense. I won't even move to freaking Fontana or I mean, the Inland uh, Empire. Hell, I won't even move to uh, Orange County's really nice, but I won't even move to Orange County. That's how much fair, I love LA County. To be fair, I would imagine you get a lot of freelance gigs because nobody else that takes those freelance gigs can afford to live in LA. So. Pretty much. We've got Night Tracks saying, will we ever get good themes again? Most are trash. Um, whenever they get somebody with a vision, if they get a Mikey Ruckus, maybe. maybe By the way, Roman Reigns' theme still a banger, man. I was out there freaking yeah. rocking to this song. Same thing. It was fun to see co- sing Cody Rhodes' song. It was fun to sing Sami Zayn's song. That was fun. <laughs> Let's get into some of these non, uh, non, well, 
non-raw content super chat. We just got a ton. We got a ton. What's the percentage? Wood says Vince was backstage at Raw. If he's backstage at SmackDown, would that be a telling sign? Yep. Yep. In my opinion, it would be. Steven, so once Vince gets voted out, even if they just don't hand it to Triple H and want to run it themselves, what does Endeavor Wrestling look like? Much love, FTF. Well, the claim today before the, the before the show was it would look the same but it's hard for me to start believe that after tonight that aged it, very fast it sure did uh in simmons says uh with my fear or my fear uh with vince being back isn't for cody it's guys like ricochet who have had a nice run gable balor and gunther because we heard about how he wanted to bury him i don't like this i had been told that that uh he actually was in favor of Gunther for a while. So some, some conflicting things about that. Niner Mike says, don't trash Kentucky. Kentucky is beautiful. It is beautiful. Please put it in LA, bro. Yeah. uh, Because if I spend 47 minutes in a vehicle, I can get 55 miles from my house. Wrestling breakdown says, don't know what to say. Here's some cash. Thanks for all that you do. Surely Endeavor has their finger on the pulse to know that this is a bad thing, right? Please. My opinion that I shared on the show today is I thought that Vince McMahon found a suitor that would let him come back. That's what I felt like. And he did. Michael Compton says, Cody needs his own bus now. He's Lex 2.0. Cody has his own bus. Sing this, Denise. What? Country roads. I don't want to sing. Come on. You don't know this song? No. Country roads take me home to the place where I never heard the song. What song is this? Do I know the song? Am I supposed to know the song? I don't remember the song. Sorry. Am I done? Denise, how did, like, even if you don't listen to country, how do you not know? Oh, this is a country song? Yeah, it's John Denver. Who the fridge is think, John right? Denver? I've never what? heard the song in my life, like, ever. Oh my god! We don't do country here. Unless yeah, you do actually. County. You do a lot of it there. Yeah, in I LA. know, I know, I know. That's like one of the most. <laughs> but it's fake- not really like liked that much out here, though. To be honest, like there's select people because there's like 300 yeah. million people in this state. But like, it's not. I really- don't like country music either. But damn, it's not. I just don't know like any of those songs. Balu says Cody will be cooked after he loses to Brock. Can't afford two losses in a row. He's been booked awfully. Who dethrones Reigns now? Well, I, I don't have Cody anybody. Should, There's nobody right now. I that think I Cody say. should win this match. I think Cody should beat Brock. Uh, Desmond McCade, uh, you sent a generous super chat. I don't know if you sent an actual chat with it or if it was just a donation, but I just want to thank you regardless. If you send something, uh, we will read it. Sage Justice says, I take it back with Denise dissing places uh, east of the Mississippi. You can go ahead and mute her entirely. Look, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm always going to defend California. You, and you know what Angeles I liked about like California? Crazy. When I saw the hills, I was like, okay, that's beautiful. I like that. When I got downtown and the traffic wasn't as bad as like the highway, I was like, not so bad. But then every other thing, I thought, nope. That's because you're a country boy, Sean. You're very yep. small town. Yep. Yep. And I Problem. see it in you. I see it in you all the time. Like there's little yep. things about your personality that I'm uh-huh. like, this is because Sean's from Kentucky. <laughs> yep. That's, that's how accurate. I explain things. <laughs> Jonathan Corona says medical facility. Uh, Vince is back. And with a lot of these super chats, they remind me of when Saudi, uh, 
uh, brought into WWE or when Saudi was rumored to buy WWE and Sean lost it because of those rumors. But I told you guys that night I had heard that that deal was not the the situation that was going to happen. That's that's what I was told. And that aged very well. Kung Fu Grip says, Notice Kevin Patrick is very quiet the whole show and Corey Graves is doing most of the play-by-play all night. Would that be a sign Vince was yelling in his ear or maybe Kevin is not that good? Both, maybe. I, I'm not a big, big fan of that necessarily. Um, Ditto. Vince was, Vince was around. He was around. Jake Truman says Denise taking more L's than Triple H is booking. Heartless says same Denise, not a country place in Cali. Mike says LA is the Gene Snitsky of the U.S. Uh, there's there's a huge, I mean, there's a lot of fake, fake country in LA. I mean, LA's full of pretenders, a bunch of wannabes, a bunch of people yeah, who you, are you trying to be something they're not. Don't even get me into that, by the way. The most fakest people that are in LA, by the way, are people from other states that think that they have to act a certain way to fit in. Everybody that I ever meet that's a jerk, it's from someone from Texas, from Florida, from all these other goddamn states. And I'm like, and the most chill people you will meet are the people that were legitimately born here. I kid you not. The smog has gotten to Denise. Um, <laughs> I do probably have really bad lungs, though. Reminder, we are not going to read uh, Super Chats that are speculating about budget cuts or tap dancing on people like that. Uh, King DeMarco says, makes me wonder what TK's announcement will be. I'm thinking maybe a new show. Yes, another one, but I don't know. He says, uh, Bradley says, hoping TK is on a call with CM Punk, FTR, and the Elite right now. All the goodwill WWE built with wrestling fans in the last year. And AEW have get, got a chance to take advantage. Yes, and there have been a few situations where AEW has sort of, I thought they fumbled by with the Mer- not having Mercedes for that one show. Uh, you know, the CM Punk, the whole thing, they, that was fumbled. They're getting more and more opportunities. They're getting more chances. B-Sweet says, might be nitpicking. Did anyone catch Kathy Kelly call Backlash WrestleMania Backlash? Interesting since Kathy wasn't in WWE this time last year. I'm sure she still kept up with the product, but I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it either. Jake Truman says average raw far from a good show post mania. Why was it so bad? I think that a lot of things were changed, but I still don't think that anything overwhelming was planned. Uh, I'm just trying to do something good says this raw was a good melatonin substitute. These guys don't know sports. Says, I wish uh, WWE the best in their future endeavors. Pun intended. <laughs> Did you like the endeavor. Bad Bunny Dominic stuff? I liked it. Yeah, I liked that. I thought he took a hell of a choke slam. I really liked that. He, oh, yeah, he did. I didn't notice it until the like the third replay that they showed where I was like, oh, damn, look at Bad Bunny. He freaking did good for that. Yeah, he did good. In Simmons says, my fear with events being back is, oh, we read that one. We read that one earlier. Louise. All right, Luis, you're getting extra pay. I hate tonight. the way you say Louise. Louise. I don't care. I you, say like you say Louise, Omaz, like the female Omaz, version. You say Omaz. like the female version of his name, Louise. Muted. You add a, a Z to Omas every time you say it. Are you making fun of my accent? I'm making fun of you mispronouncing his no, name. No, you're making fun of me because you're making fun of the way that I speak because I speak with an accent. You make fun of me for that all the time. Yeah, I know. So then, yes, I am. Good Own job. up to it, Sean. Own up to it. El Milkman says, this Raw felt like one they put on during the football season when they just gave up. I I really didn't think it was that bad. I mean, obviously, I was just 
I thought it was underwhelming, but I've seen so many worse Raws. So many worse Raws. I've been covering this show for a very long time. Jared says, Raw was okay on its own, but a letdown after a good Mania. That's how I feel. Compared to Raw after Manias, yes, disappointing. It says, I thought uh, IWC had astronomical expectations. Yes, and understandably so in this situation. Juan I have Rivera to disagree says, with that because I was sitting there in that audience and there was tons and tons of casuals, families, you name it. They weren't interested. Michael Kelly says they seem to be hesitant on pulling the trigger on Roman. Yet with Charlotte, they just hand her a belt as a reward for showing up. I, I mean, it's almost like a rib at this point. Charlotte pops up, gets a title. Justin says this wasn't a bad for a Rob, but after Mania... It was, or it says it wasn't bad for a Raw after Mania. It was a bad Raw in general. If you feel that way, I didn't think it was absolutely terrible. I really don't. Doshi Gaming said it's the worst Raw ever, doesn't want to watch anymore. I really didn't think it was that bad. But Sean, again, I have to agree. It was bad, man. And I, I mean, was I just, there, bro. I don't think it was the worst Raw ever. I've seen I've seen 50 Raws yes, that were worse than this Raw. but this one just meant more. Sure. It, it if, comes if with more. So if, if we're weighing it on a scale, yes, exactly. It was then incredibly it, underwhelming. Then it cons- to me, it does constitute ever? worse raw, based based on the on the um, expectations. Yes, I would s- agree with that statement. I've I've seen worse ones. WWE hyped this up on their social media pages too. I mean, they're always going to hype it up. Uh, Charlie Sanchez says, "Hello, guys. Had a blast at WrestleCon." Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, and Mania until the end of night, too. Some of my highlights were meeting Denise at ROH. Thank you for taking a photo with me. You're taller than I thought. How tall did you think she was? No, how short does he think I was? That I was. And he yeah, said, whatever. by the way, read the last part that Charlie Sanchez wrote. It's it's pointless. He didn't send enough money. He said, also, he, LA is the best, and this was a very generous Yeah, situation. he's a big LA Knight fan, obviously. But... D- I want to know how short that he thought you were because you're a very short person. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is that an insult? Yes, I'm offended right now. Good, be offended. You're short as shit. You're very short. Yeah, well, you're dorky as shit. Okay, cool. Glad you think so. <laughs> Send me some super chats I about defend it. myself. Seinfeld says it was one of the worst Raws since August. IMO, I just didn't feel that way again. As far as importance, yeah, for sure. It didn't, if we're talking about where a Raw is compared to the expectations that I that I had, of course, it's it's the expectations and delivery way, way off and, and one of the, the worst in that regard since then. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, do you think there's a, psycholo- a psychological reason behind the mustache and dye job? If so, yes. what is it? The eyebrows, the eyebrows. Um, I just think that Vince got bored. It happens. It happens when your life is changing and you don't know what to do with it and you're not taking it too well. I've said this a million times, but it's the female equivalent of getting bangs or dyeing your hair red. And all the ladies listening to this podcast exactly know exactly what I mean. And we oh, talked I've, about I've this last it. time. I don't I've know seen what the it. Somebody equivalent gets broken is. up with and they, they turn their hair red. Yep. Been there and done that. Well, not the red hair, but the bangs for sure. I've done the bangs so much. Every time I'm like, my life is going to the shits. I'm going to get bangs. <laughs> Dream Ninja says Raw was trash. Really felt like a Vince Raw. Felt like a waste of three hours, especially being a Raw after Mania. Night one was great. And Marcus says Raw after Mania is the show we normally see a few NXT call ups. Didn't get any of that tonight. Ray Rag says, What the F was that BS? WDB said we have some huge momentum now. How about we hit the brakes super hard? Jackknife the whole show. 
Casper says, what the F was half this show, Sean? Ray Rag says, every time I try to get back into WWE Weekly, I get kicked down the steps. I remember why I only watched the PLEs. Corbin says, nice of Jay White to show up. Laughing emoji. The only reason why I watched Raw After Mania turned out to be a disaster of a show after all. Yoel Reeser says, I felt betrayed tonight. As a fan since uh, the uh, five years of age, uh, this was after last year. Uh, what an absolute dud. Line Drive says, feels like one of those Raws where they mail it in because they know they'll have a large audience. On the post show, you hear people say they're saving it for after X. So, Denise, I'm no debuts. No debuts. I feel like we haven't heard them mention we're saving it for in a long time. That used to be a big Vince thing, right? We're, they're saving it for after football season, for mania season, for after mania. For the, we haven't heard that as much these days because, one, it was never true. It was never true, Denise. We heard people say that for so long. It was never true. G-Bro says you would like fruit leather. You probably would. I've had fruit leather. They sell that at the store. It's very good. Yeah, that's usually where they sell things at. Yeah, I know. I've had it from the store. But the lack of debuts, no Jay White, no NXT, and the expectations managed, man. Charlie Sanchez says, I was at the Dax Live podcast, was excited to see SRS with a mixed reaction, but I know Sean, was cheer- Sean, I was cheering for you. I thought she was really short, but then again, I'm 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. You still tower over her, my God friend. damn. How short am I coming across to the people? I mean, rude. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I'm upset right now. <laughs> Just kidding. BW Rosa says, do people not understand after a long week focused around Mania that it may be wearing on Triple H the talent and perhaps it's a cool off? That's bro, why you Vince- plan things in advance, bro. Bro, Vince was there. I hate to tell you, Vince was there. He was. He changed a lot of stuff. That's what I'm told. Mike T90K says, first Raw I watched in years, changed the channel after an hour in, only wrestling match and a commercial-free hour of Raw. What's the percentage? Wood says it was underwhelming, but wasn't the worst Raw ever. It wasn't even the worst Raw after Mania. Uh, just Which a one would mass- you say was the worst Raw after Mania? I would, I would love to hear. Samantha Poole says, on a good note, skipping school to go to my first AEW show Wednesday, stay in school, kids. This is not what you want after a major Raw, is people saying, well, you know what? I'm really excited for AEW, Denise. They should be saying, wow, I can't believe this person debuted, this person debuted, can't believe this happened. That's what they should be saying. Jonathan Corona says, off topic, Sean and Denise, if you were wrestlers, what would you guys name what music would you guys use for your entrance? Mine is just Johnny, my theme song, Enter Sandman. Mine, the one that my mom said at the wedding that I wanted to be when I was a little girl, Pina Colada. I don't know why, but I wanted that to be my wrestler name because I wanted to be like a masked female luchadora and I wanted to be called Pina Colada. I remember that. I remember that. Um Mine would be Sean Ross Sap, and I would. I mean, it'd be most... so boring, just Sean Ross I'd... Sap like that. Nothing fun. When they they asked me to pick a theme for GCW, I wanted the most obnoxious theme possible, and this is before we had decided. Oh, it should just be you introducing me, and I picked a bad baby song. Do you know who that is? The no. Cash Me Outside girl from Doctor Phil. Oh, the girl that was like Cash Me Outside like yeah, twenty yeah. years ago. Yeah, I wanted it to be as obnoxious as possible, so it was a song from hers, uh, and it was it was very good. But I felt like uh, you were more obnoxious than her. Thank you. Josh Smith says, any chance Triple H would want out now that Vince is back? Yeah, of course there's a chance. Absolutely a chance. 
We've got Lizzie saying, as of today, I've canceled my Peacock membership. I'll also probably watching Raw, watch Raw and SmackDown. I will not support Vincent Creative. Hey, if you want to do that, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Doshi Gaming says, Raw had only 28 minutes of wrestling. Uh, yeah, and three hours, including a... Uh, including four matches right commercial free hour yeah yeah what's four matches what's the percentage wood says uh, raw after mania 2019 was worse it was bad it was bad what happened on that one nothing taze camo says johnny gargano getting a push sooner than later on the main roster would be delightful to see him and champa back together or a u.s title run wouldn't expect it if vince is back denise that's one that i fear for I'm like, well, how's his booking going to be if Vince is doing this shit again? I hope. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, I hope that with the social media backlash and the worst raw that maybe they'll, you know, not let Vince run wild. But that's such a stupid thing to say that I don't even believe it. I don't even believe that ever happening. They could literally we could literally stand outside of Vince's house with big signs that say, please book the show better. And ain't nothing going to happen. Whatever Vince wants is what Vince is going to get. And that's it. I think we just have to accept that. Zach says the finger poke of doom into WCW Batista's thumb down symbolized the dawn of a new era with Cena and Orton. Will solo spike be the thumb of depression signifying the return of the Vince era? Ooh. He was looking at his thumb all sad during one of those backstage segments. Cause it was like all taped up and stuff. And he was like, yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. I hope not. I really, really hope not. But if Vince is back in creative and he's got a two year employment contract, Woof, man. I don't. I have enjoyed he covering said he Raw. wasn't going to be in the weeds, though. He said he wasn't going to be in the weeds, Sean. Denise, he said that when Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff were hired. He used the same phrase. No, did he really? The exact same phrase. I can't be in the weeds anymore. We're not out of the woods. That, that son of a bitch is, it, not only is he in the weeds, he's like, oh, you got people like knocking on his door. You need your lawn mowed? Don't go away. He he doesn't he's so far in the weeds. He lives in the weeds. He doesn't want to he doesn't want anybody else to even know that he's there. He's so in the weeds. Because right now they're still with the Paul is in creative yada 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 thing. I don't buy it, especially after tonight. Same. Definitely don't buy it. I mean, I wasn't buying it weeks ago already. Weeks ago. B.W. Rosa says, but Triple H, does he have final say or not? That's what they claim, but what they claim might not be the truth. Michael Morando said, been on and off with the product for a long time. Triple H was riding the ship. Not sure it's in, worth investing if it's same old with Vince. There's no way that Ari Emanuel can't see the reaction to this, that he can't see what's trending on Twitter the day that a, a, a deal is announced. There's no way he can't see it. Unless- There's no way he can't react. Unless they purposely made this show terrible so that it could trend as terrible. I don't know. That's, that's a bad, really that's a bad idea. Yeah, I know. That's a really bad idea. You know idea. how they say all publicity is any publicity? I don't know, Sean. I'm just trying to think out something different. Just Mask says, I'm numb at this point. AEW isn't as good with long-term stories, but at least it's fun, not a loop of paranoia, paranoia like this. Much love, SRS. Yeah, I wish we could focus more on what's on the screen than what's behind the scenes with AEW, and I know that's kind of the job, but it seems like a lot of the stuff going on behind the scenes is way more interesting than the stories that we see on the screen. And I would right. like for that to change and maybe even integrate 
Uh, Don says this raw reeked of Vince and horribleness. I'll stick to fightful for the re reviews. I can't watch again. Sour graps is being uh, honest uh, tonight. Yeah. Go check out sour graps tonight as well. So are we going to go back to the era of our fightful post shows where people would send us money because they were thankful that we watched the show that stopped for a while, but for yeah, a but good I mean, like this... year that that was happening. Listen, we've got, we've had two of our most successful shows back to back. Uh, so I don't know. Hopefully people still tune in next week. Michael Warren says people think in Denise's full lollipop guild. <laughs> what? And you're little. Joey says uh -oh. Denise does not represent all of California. That's true. And Brandon says people in Taiwan love probably, country. Hold road. on. That guy's probably from Fontana. Brendan says people in Taiwan love country roads. Weird that Denise doesn't know it. Appreciate you all. I am uh, from Taiwan. <laughs> Isn't that what you what? Everybody loves country roads. Brendan says, wish Riddle would have came back hunting down Solo for what he did to him. Going out there for a match with the Miz face, felt like a missed opportunity. It did. Like, Riddle should be mad at Solo Sokoa for laying him out. It's kind of weird. Isaac says, do you have any idea who takes the U.S. title off theory? Who do you guys want to see step up to him next? I don't know who takes it off of him. But depending on the future of the brands, like I would actually like to see like somebody from Legato do it. I would love to see Santos Escobar and, and Austin Theory do that. Like, I, I think that would be interesting. The, the first people that popped into my head were people that already had the belt with Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins. So I'm like, no, we already been there, done that. I would love to see new faces get the title, but I just feel like we're going to be in a circle of kind of seeing the same thing where it's like Theory, Seth, yeah. Lashley. And I think we're going to keep going, like bouncing around with pretty much the similar faces for a bit. Well, this will end up being our uh, longest Raw review ever after the longest review I have ever done last night. Uh, so we've got a few more super chats to get through. Rippy says, do you think they held back a bit because tonight was the end of March Madness and a lot of people would be watching that? No, I just think it was inept and things got changed. They should never punt for any reason. I don't care what's going on. I don't care if Donald Trump and Joe Biden have a boxing match on TV at 9 p.m. on a Monday. Never punt. Always do your best. Always appease your fans to the best of your ability. What's the percentage? Wood says, is it possible Vince did this because he was in town? He'd only been on one episode since coming back before Mania Week. Yes, that is possible. That's why Friday is very important. If Vince is there Friday there's going to be a lot of people really upset. Now, what Vince can also do is tear up a script remotely. Exactly. Scott Scoops Scott Scoop says, is there is it out of the realm of possibility for Triple H and Stephanie to go to another promotion and build it up if Vince is actually back? Triple H and Stephanie would rather start their own promotion than join somebody like Impact. There's no benefit for that. Also, I really do think that Stephanie's just taking her time away and being with her family after so many years of, you know, working. Yeah. Uh, Seinfeld says anything on LWO. They weren't a part of the race segment. I don't know if they were supposed to be there. There's supposed to be a shirt involved, but that got changed as well. That was another thing that got changed. Damn. Yep. I love that. But, again, scoop, but I did like that segment, though, with everything that they did with Bad Bunny. I thought it worked out. I, I thought it was going to get a bigger reaction. I don't know what happened there. There should have been a bigger reaction for that. Brandon Charles Powell says, I remember in philosophy, we learned that it's possible that our reality isn't true. So maybe Raw wasn't bad. Just kidding. It was a load of shit. Raw sucked. 
Man, we're getting textbook now. I love it. My <laughs> leg sent a humper chat that say, says frustrating raw. I checked out years ago when Kofi got squashed. Every time I take a peek to see what's going on, I'm reminded why I stopped watching regularly. Why are they like this? Constant stringing along with no payoffs. I'm sure they'll say, oh, there's a payoff. Like, according to Triple H, we're just starting the fourth inning here, Denise. But the way that yeah. it's so funny because it's the way that I said it Sunday and Jimmy said it the same way today. I said, yeah, we're in the third inning, but the bloodline is up 20 to nothing in a baseball game. Like, they're. It's not fun. Parker Hines says, watching tonight's Raw made me excited for Dynamite. That is not what you want to be hearing. And it says, what a letdown. It's compared to watching Dolph cash in on Del Rio. Or what a letdown compared to watching that. Slowly losing faith in whoever is in charge. I think tonight, it's it's uh, okay to, to not put it all on Triple H. I think it's okay. Marcus says NordVPN.com slash Fightful subscription is going to increase if the PLE cost goes up in the future. I did post that meme. I posted that meme yesterday, the get ready to learn NordVPN.com slash Fightful buddy one. Uh, They were very happy about that. I I can tell you that much. But um, I I talked to people in WDB and they said there's no imminent change. We had reported that on FightfulSelect.com. They said that they would have to be a too good to be true deal. I just feel like it's too soon to tell. They did say in that... um they did say that there's going to be like more details or stuff coming out within like the next week or two, or that they would know more. Steven Nebel says, can you touch base on my money in the bank question? Do you think it's odd that the gripe of AEW drama is backstage takes away from on screen, but in WWE it's the on screen being lackluster. Yes, that is a very interesting thing. And Steven says, Cody to win money in the bank and full pull a fast one on Roman. Well, I agree with the AEW thing. Like I, you know, sometimes I like the drama backstage because that's good for us. As long as it's not harmful to anybody's life, career, yeah, you know, I, I don't mind a little bit of that, obviously. I love the drama. Yeah, of course. But uh, I don't like when people are getting hurt physically with stuff like that or or out of the company. As far you as like people money biting bank, each other, throwing chairs, it's not for you, I mean, Sean? I, I like the subscriptions we get from it, sure. But like I would have loved it if you showed up, slapped Peter Rosenberg in the face, and bit him on the arm. Like why didn't you do that? And then and then gave you the whole thing on to for fightful select. I would have cut you in on that big time, Denise. But anyway, yeah, I'm gonna have to go start drama now. Cody getting money in the bank and then pulling a fast one—that's not satisfying. Roman's got to lose clean, Denise. I'm sorry, but I even hate the idea that we're pitching these scenarios because. I just said it like a million times. It passed. The moment's done. That's it. I don't care about any of these other scenarios. No other scenario is going to. I'm done with the scenarios. No other scenario is going to make up for it. I'm sorry. Reminder, reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. It helps us uh, a lot. Dick Burns says, in before Seth dethrones Roman at Mania next year, calling my shot. And Mark Michael says, I feel with Vince, Roman's going to stay champ. So, I mean, we got two people that think he's going to stay champ at least until Mania next year. I just feel like Seth's been to the mountaintop. He's closed WrestleMania as a champion. Like, I don't necessarily need to go back to that. But the yeah. thing about Seth is he finds a way to get massively over repeatedly. So, you never know. Maybe he'll be white hot again. Hannah says, so I missed Raw, but I saw the tweet from the WWE account saying that Cody Rhodes needed medical tonight. What happened? Oh, he got his ass whipped. That's it. He got his for ass whipped minutes. by Brock for 10 minutes. Uh, Mitchell says, the whole thing is giving me Okada, Naito, Wrestle Kingdom 12 vibes. The story might make more sense at the end, but you can never put the magic back in the bottle. The story now only ends when Roman does. 
Damn. I, I, I can't disagree with it. I don't really have a lot to add to it because I feel like we've said that over and over again. Yeah. You're right, Denise. The, there can be a moment, but the moment, the moment has passed. And not only that, two moments have passed because had I known that Cody also wasn't going to win it with 2020 hindsight, I wouldn't have minded it if Sammy won it. So I am not going to get into that whole muted forever. It was TBD. And then we had two options and neither one of those options won. Sage justice says, geez, Sean, Denise isn't always talking about your opinion. Stop trying to tribal chief the show. Uh, no, no. What? Er Derek Gordon said, had Kofi won at Backlash after he lost at Mania, it wouldn't have been the same. That's the Cody situation. Now, yeah, it's not Kofi Lash. It's Kofi Mania. Damn it. Steven's tired of Roman and the bloodline. Many people are, but he's still got a lot of supporters too. Uh, Tony says, Brock is the person that does the beat down for the jump in when you join the gang, huh? <laughs> or maybe he's just an asshole. Blake says, I agree with everything you said, but why are the baby faces never smart enough to bring friends to match the numbers game? That's what's frustrating to me is baby faces don't seem to have a lot of friends. They don't. We see that a lot. We see that in multiple places, by the way, not just WWE. Rovan said, just trying to help out with Denise's rent. <laughs> Boy, in California. Yeah, I'm on a flat rate. <laughs> you are. Well, it. I mean, well, not unless you're going to get I'll take the ads. Yeah, you got, you get bonus you got a bonus. Yeah, I got a bonus already. Look at this. <laughs> Man, why are you laughing at this? I'm, you know what pisses me off is that I'm not even that short. You know how many girls are my exact same height? Did you not see that picture of me and Zelina? Pissed Girl, off I, you I are. I over Zelina, by the way. Okay, I'm fine. I was taller than Zelina. I'm, I'm taller than I think Thea Hale, too. Um, I'm taller than a couple of people. I grew short. Denise is. <laughs> I grew. <sighs> oh, I got my orange Cassidy socks. WDBR official says squared circles confirmed insider. Kermit is corroborating what you said about Vince and changes. He stated he was spot on today. Buckle up. Fightful doesn't miss my friends. Uh, Fightfulselect.com. Air Whitey. What a great name. Says, why in God's name is Asuka 0 and 5 at Mania? I don't know, but she shouldn't be. And that that should be the story next year, too, is that Asuka's trying to get her first WrestleMania win. I think the moments pass with Asuka, too, unfortunately. Yeah, but I mean, she can get a Mania win. Oh, of course, of course. But they really just, they really positioned her on the roster to kind of just not go above where she's at. Like, it's very clear that they're not looking to do more with her. And that's unfortunate. But that's kind of how they stationed her already. We're heading down the home stretch of these super chats. I want to thank you all for being here. Get them in if you got them. Uh, David Kaplan says, Denise, so proud of you. Been watching you when you were doing album rankings with Tiffany Taylor. You've come a long way. Uh, oh my You're gosh. Thank best. you for watching those videos. I love those videos. Mike says, Ray in the Hall of Fame, LWO returns, Bad Bunny around him, El Senor. <laughs> Vicente back in charge. Do you see? El Señor Vicente. Sean, put some yeah. flavor into it. El Señor Vicente. El um, Señor Vicente. Denise, I'm just saying that's that's not the only uh, Latino infusion that we have on WWE of late. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is this a D's nuts joke? No. 
No, hmm. it's not. No, then go explain. I, I don't trust you. I brought this up on listing your boy, but okay. he's there. In oh Gorilla, yeah, doing oh Gomez, Gomez. I made a joke that um Vince is a uh, Gomez. We have Gomez at oh we have Gomez at home. Yeah, there you go. We have Gomez at home. Joseph says, imagine if Roman and Brock never happened at Mania 38. Yeah, it shouldn't have. That that match shouldn't have happened a lot of times. Adrian says, I'm 5'2". We might be the same height. No, I'm five feet, guys. Man, why is this a topic on a show like this? You're taller, buddy. You're taller, my friend. Uh, We've got Treway saying, hey, Sean, my dad passed away a little over a year ago, and your stream's really helping me. Thank you so much. They help more than you know. Uh, Trey, sorry to sorry to hear that. We we thank you for joining us, and we're glad that it helps. But you guys help me an awful lot. Uh, I I say that a lot, but you all do. I really really love uh, talking with you guys. It's helped me through tough times because I say this all the time: a bad day of wrestling is better than a good day of anything else for me. So uh, I, I really love you guys coming and sharing that with us. In Simmons says Cody losing then asking for a rematch made me upset because I'm thinking Sammy and Drew didn't get a rematch. What makes you think you're deserving of one? You lost. I was well, upset Cody... too, but not for those specific reasons. Yeah. And I mean, the, the quick answer is, well, Roman cheated, but none of those other people got a shot either. CM says, what if their way too long-term plan is to have Breaker dethrone Raymond? Obviously, it would take too long, or Roman, uh, it'd take too long, but I could see it. I don't think Braun Breaker is anywhere near that right now, Denise. I thought that maybe a year ago that he could be the guy. I ain't thinking that right now. No, unfortunately, a lot of that, a lot of, I think, the buzz that Braun Breaker had, unfortunately, did kind of fade away just a bit. Got exposed a little bit. Yeah, which which sucks, which sucks, but um, hopefully he can get that back. RH says, what happens first? Roman loses his unified title or another world title is introduced to give the other folks something to chase? Keep Roman up the good work. Loses title. I, yeah, I don't think that if they bring in another title, it's like here's the consolation prize because they they've already got two belts. They've got two damn belts. Is, yeah, no, no. Uh, people are saying PW Insider confirmed Vince's booking last night. Your boy confirmed that Vince was booking last night. It was all over Fightful Select, all over the place. In Simmons says, I didn't watch Raw. It was at work, but seeing worst Raw trending lets me know who is in control. Don't care what they say. Best Raw after Mania is still New York, New Jersey, because that one was organic. It was very good. It was very good, but now I'm disappointed because I'm thinking of better days. Azen says, surprise, Braun Breaker didn't make an appearance, didn't even get a hype package for his debut in a few weeks. Really felt he was moving up when he dropped the belt and literally handed it to Mello. I wouldn't doubt that Braun needs a little bit more, a little bit more seasoning. There's still some gaps there. And I don't feel like the progression, he was amazing opening up. I just don't feel like there were a lot of progression in, in that sense. Like, I feel like there should have been a little bit more there. And um, yeah, I got people telling me that, that Vince was in, uh, in gorilla throughout the night. Today, yeah, 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 and changes were happening while while they were on the air too, and um, there's Not a to- lot of there's a lot of frustration with the roster. I'm gonna have uh, have a lot on this tomorrow. 
Brian says, finish the story quickly became the finished is the story. Jay Miller says they're erasing the adversity of Cody in his previous WWE run and indie runs. What matters now is what you've seen since Mania 38. I just, I, my theory on this, by the way, of what happened last night on Raw is that I don't think that this, I mean, sorry, not last night on Raw, sorry, last night on WrestleMania. I don't think that this was the plan all along. I genuinely think that this was changed last minute. Um, it's little things, little things. And I just don't think that this was the plan all along. I do think Cody Rhodes was supposed to win WrestleMania. Yep. That's just uh, my gut feeling. Reminder, guys, I'm tweeting this out. Uh, Fightful Select will have a big report uh, on Tuesday. A huge, huge hit to morale. Misfits saying, PW Insider saying, Vincent Mayo's person. We reported this at 8 p.m., guys. Antonio Santos, thank you so much. <laughs> Poor Sean. We posted this on Fightful Select. We have reported this hours ago. Vince was there. He was in Gorilla. He changed things. We've been talking about this for two hours and 11 minutes. <laughs> uh, Adrian says. Hey, we Sean, did you hear that PW Insider reported that Vince was there in Gorilla? I even talked to Mike Johnson tonight because that absolute donkey of a human, Zero News, tweeted, PW Insider says there's a draft coming up. And I hit up Mike Johnson, and we don't talk. And I said, hey, did you report that there was a draft coming up? And he said, hell no, I didn't report that. And then PW Insider tweeted out, hey, anybody that's telling you that is lying. Yeah. So be careful where you get your news from, guys. Yeah. I like Mike Johnson, too. I got to hang out with him for the yeah. first time this weekend. Very nice person. He's, he's very good. He's got uh, very accurate information. Adrian says, uh, I know he's got very accurate information tonight because, as, as I mentioned, we reported tonight. <laughs> But he says, uh, Adrian asks why Bailey didn't come on, come out with damage control, just taking time off or day or on the day problem. She was supposed to, and then it was cut last minute. Probably. I'm usually, I'm sure you're already inquire or inquire about that in regards to the morale for the talent. There you go. That's probably already going to be an example of that. We're finally at the end of our super chats. We've got a few more. Jordan says the storyline is Brock took a 23 and me test, 95 Viking, 5% Samoan joins the bloodline. God, could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> do it. I don't care. Do it. Anything to spice the show up. I'll take it. Samantha says, uh, my sister is taller than Denise and she's only 13. I just don't understand how this is a topic on today's show. We have officially gone longer than Sour Graps three consecutive nights. Ben Dixon says, And if you want to go longer three consecutive nights, get yourself some Blue Chew. One LT photo says, You guys lasted longer than Sour. Blue Chew? Three nights in a row. These part-time and bitches behind the paywall, Kate and Alex, can't hang. They're not the two to three hour man right here. Jake Salazar said, any chance talent are going to request a release? Grizzled Young Vets did today. They said, get me the hell out of here. Just tuned in. Alex and Kate were livid. Heard you all too. LOL. Have to watch the full show. Yeah, I was, I've calmed down as the show went on. Cam says, why do baby faces congratulate the heels and say they were better competitors when they blatantly cheat? cheated yeah, yeah i got the hiccups there that didn't make that's, two sense either 
made yes. Cody look dumb. I made everybody look dumb. To me, it it yeah, he cheated. It's okay with saying you may think you were the better competitor, but you wouldn't have been in a one-on-one scenario. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Where do I think Grizzled Young Vets go next? I think they're going to do some U.S. Indies and some U.K. Indies and then probably end up getting hired by some. Mm-hmm. I think it'll probably land on ROH at the very least. The very least. Uncultured Gamer says, Roman's title literally means, means nothing now. He's not one clean in a year. All the interest I had is gone. Uh, and Sammy and Kevin don't care about the bloodline anymore. What's the point? I mean, they did. They did finish their story. <laughs> they did. Good for them because they they were able to have their big happy moment and look how things worked out for them. So good. Um, now it's just a matter of you know keeping them. And then that's the thing. Like I do think that they're going to stay hot because I do think that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn just have that rare quality that. They're stars, man. They're legitimately stars. And no matter what they're due, they're going to stay and continue to stay hot. Um, I think that they're one of the few people that can overcome bad booking because they just have this inherent talent. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see what they do as a tag team champs. Jake Salazar says, you think Cody asked for his release? No, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. Uh, and our last super chat Balu says Cody will be booked after or cooked after he loses to Brock. He can't afford. We read this one earlier. Who dethrones Reigns now? The answer is TBD again. It is TBD again. Again, it's TBD. Where we are six, seven months ago. Uh, RP says, you happen to see my Humper chat. If it got missed, uh, we will find it right now because we are wrapping up. I just want to thank you guys. Uh, so much for being here the last three nights, especially, but the last two days have been some of our biggest, biggest nights of all time. We've done incredible reporting on Fightful Select and you guys have responded big time. Don says this is for Denise's platform shoes. Uh, RP, RP, we have uh, Luis going through to find the Humper chat in case it was missed. Uh, it was says, who can even challenge Roman next? I don't want a six month beat down of Cody just for him to win money in the bank. We had not read that one. Uh, I don't want Cody winning money in the bank and sneaking one either. That's not good for me. And I feel like the money, like here's the thing, like the money in the bank briefcase has been reduced to so little to the point where it doesn't really feel like it means much, but there is no but anymore. Just to play devil's advocate, maybe at least it would give the money in the bank some sort of prestige, but Again, ship has sailed, man. We need to stop thinking of scenarios of what if and how this can happen or how things can get better. The moment's passed, guys. It's done. Dead and gone. I think that's it. I think that's uh, a wrap. I think we finally got them all. I want to thank Luis for being here. Luis. Louise. I want to thank Louise. B Nation says congrats on NXT and Sean the Goat. Thank you all so much. Weekends like this, weeks like this are why we do it. This is, I said it three or four times last year, craziest wrestling news week ever. It's, it just keeps getting crazier. Just keeps I getting know, I know. I was not expecting any of this. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Um, okay, seriously, guys, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I uploaded 44 new videos. I can promise you 
Let me just say this, Sean. I have to toot my own horn for a second because there were 230 credentialed media members at WrestleMania weekend. I can guarantee that nobody else has 44 videos up on their YouTube channel from that. So please go show some support, guys, because I run that thing by myself and it's my baby. And um, everything that I do is for that channel. So please, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I'm almost at 100K. Uh, same thing for Twitter, almost at 100K too. If you guys, I, I post everything, I like clips. You name it, it's up there. Um, I try to make sure that people are in the know about what's going on and in the world of wrestling, try to be a one-stop shop. Uh, you uh, Again, that's at underscore Denise Salcedo, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Go support Denise. She did some incredible work last week. I said this on her show, but until you see her doing that type of work in person, you don't really have a scope of how well-prepared she is and, and how much she does. And I mean, she's the best prepared person there and she does it doing it herself. Sometimes she'll bring help, but I mean, that's help that she has brought in herself. She is Paid usually doing pocket. this out of her pocket as a freelancer. Uh, Diana wraps us up and says, thanks for all you both do. Thank you very much. Uh, young nasty man says zero chance of main event. Jay doing anything, huh? I think that has passed. That has passed as well. Guys. Thank you so much. We are out. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.